take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from creepy electric factory staff to snow cones and cupcakes. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of cupcakes this week. There were a lot of cupcakes. There really fucking were. (laughs) My name is Phil. With me is Frank. Yo. Mike. Yo. And for the first fucking time ever in studio is your boy Sam. What's up, guys? Hey. Super fucking amped. I'm actually, we... I'm actually looking across the table at all these beautiful faces, and all I can say is, God, I want to fuck Frank's mouth again. <laughs> I, I did last night. I did last night, but that doesn't mean that I can't always have that feeling. I don't know. You know, my yeah. mouth is just a fucking dumping ground. It is. That's all it's mouth. ever going to be. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, so we're, we're fresh out from fucking, this is hardcore. Yeah. It was an absolutely insane weekend. It I was. Can't fucking wait to talk about literally all of it. Yeah. Um, there, there's so much shit. Um, so to, to fucking, to start shit off, what we're going to do this week, and I believe it's the same shit we did last year, uh, rather than our usual, you know, kind of out of nowhere suggestions, we're gonna roll with shit that we uh, that we saw at the fest this year. All right. So who wants to? <clears throat> oh wait, no. I yeah, you're starting this that off, would baby. Be you. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, I, put, I just had to write shit down. You're seeing put, it behind the scenes. Oh wow. Even when I'm here, I'm still I'm still in the dark. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, well, I mean, excuse me as I take a sip of this fine white stout. I've been, it's pretty tasty. I know it is fucking delicious, man. It really is. We, oh, uh, thank you, Phil. You're welcome, I forget sir. which album, but we did a Brutal Brews with this. That's did why we? I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Did we? I think you mentioned you, oh, you would like to try it and didn't have it. Oh, fuck. You're right. Yeah. Well, I Something do, stick up here. Well, I do like a good stout. You're useful for something. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, <clears throat> Frank is really just useful as a whole, but, I mean, Mike buys beer, so that, uh, that puts him one leg above you, Frank. Mm. You need one with the other. I know, I know. Beer and sex are really the only things that matter in life. So, um, yeah, this obviously this is my this is my first uh, trip to this is hardcore. Not, not only that, but this is my first time in Jersey and Philly. Period. Uh, don't let my don't let my monotone demeanor fool you. I'm absolutely stoked to be here. Like <laughs> I've 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 been here for about well like four days now, four and a half days, four or five, yeah. Yeah, I've been been alternating between crashing on <clears throat> Frank's couch, being yelled at by his cat, and sleeping on an, a, a surprisingly nice air mattress in Mike's living room, being yelled at by his cats. I gave you a nice plot to farm ass. You did, you did, <laughs> and man, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been hoeing it. I've been rototilling it. It's just been like the the crop is just going to be fantastic once I'm done. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, needless to say, I was at all three days. Well, actually, all three and a half days because Phil and I went to the uh, the pre-show. <clears throat> yeah, Phil and I managed to catch the 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 pre-show for this is hardcore. We missed Iron Price. 
<sighs> by like f- I know we're still pissed about it. We missed Iron Price by like five minutes. Yeah, and they were like one of the two bands that I wanted to see the most. But we'll uh, we'll you know the the post discussion uh, yeah. towards the end. We're gonna talk about all this shit. Yeah. So um, so let's get into talking about the fucking the shit that we saw. Yeah. Uh, these are all kind of bands that really stood out to us, sure. which was difficult. Yep. Because there were a ton of them. We, there might be a week two of this, honestly. Seriously, this is an ex- if we don't get to like a lot of the bands or all of the bands, like, well, it doesn't mean they didn't put on a great show. Well, yeah, I mean it's, uh, I mean it's even crazier this year. But I mean, I remember how intense it was last year, and I felt so shitty not being able to take part. But now the fact that I was a part of this makes this even bigger. So yeah, I'm actually with Phil on the. Uh, Two week discussion idea. I think we're probably going to have to do that. Yeah, but there were there were several bands, as a matter of fact, that uh, really stood out to me. And the first one that I'm going to have Tom roll into here just came as a total surprise. Never even heard of him before this. So uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to let this one speak for itself, Tom. got like like just bulldozed by that yeah that i mean i was i was expecting to be surprised when i got to this fest and i mean it's one thing to think that it's one thing to be expecting surprise but when it actually hits you in the face like a fucking bulldozer it's something else entirely and nothing like exceeding the hype train yeah no fucking kidding and i would say that uh shipwrecked name drop Uh, uh, I would say that Shipwrecked did that pretty well. I mean, their whole set was just fucking fantastic. I mean, they covered, like, they did a fucking Dark Throne cover, for fuck's sake. Mm -hmm. I'm not not shitting you. Um, They covered uh, In the Shadow of the the Horns off of A Blaze in the Northern Sky, which just so happens to be my favorite, one of my favorite Dark Throne albums and my favorite song off of that album, in, in addition to that. So, I mean, I was obviously... As soon as that came up, I was like, okay, like, now you really sold me. You really got me going. It's funny, though. I remember the beginning of their set, the first fucking song, it was about 30 seconds in. You turned to me and you were like, I'm sold. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I believe I said that to you pretty frequently throughout this fest. It's funny, too, man, because it's one of those things, like, 
you know, you kind of have to plan. Or the, the the lineup was so fucking stacked. You have to sacrifice bands here and there. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't, <coughs> you know, shipwrecked wasn't really on my radar. Um, but there was a huge fucking storm that rolled through on Friday, so we were all pushed inside. Yeah. And uh, we're like, well, fuck it, that's cool. We're here to check out um, music anyway. And right. honestly, it's the only time in like my his my long history of going to shows that I can say it felt better inside the venue than it did outside because they kept that place at like a consistent sixty eight degrees. Oh yeah, it's wild. Um, being shipwrecked caused us to see shipwrecked. It's like it's funny. I don't think anyone in our group was necessarily uh, like, oh, yeah, that, that's something that I'm trying to see. Right. Yeah. But all of us, uh, like Matt included, we were all just like, oh, holy shit. I like, bought the fucking vinyl. Like, <laughs> that, that was destiny right there. I would have... I would have bought shipwrecked CDs if they'd had any. They unfortunately did not. I believe they only had uh, a couple of seven inches. And I was like, well, this... this, this this makes my seven inch into a four inch <laughs> shriveled up, which was very, very sad. I did not, I did not get to buy any shipwrecked hard copies. That's one thing I really, really wanted to come away with. But, uh, yeah, that song was called, uh, Oh fuck. Actually, uh, let me open it up real here, real quick here. Uh, the song was called destiny. It's off of the, uh, the album, the last pagans or the, yeah, the LP, uh okay here's the problem with this actually i have kind of a problem with both of the bands i brought in today um <clears throat> this band uh, i can't really find there's no real band camp for them this is quite literally the only song uh available on this album and it is on a a uh label band camp like phil's looking at it now and he can confirm uh yeah it's on the crucial response records band camp at uh, CrucialResponseRecords.BandCamp.com. And I don't know why, because according to the description, this album is 21 tracks long. And huh. for them to only have a single track off of the entire album, I would imagine that you would have to go like to their site to order a hard copy of it. Or I, I Yeah, there's not even an option to buy it on there. Yeah, which I find extremely strange, but, you know... They must just be using the, the Bandcamp to sample. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would imagine it's probably just a promotional yeah, thing. A teaser. So, yeah. um, I, I, I would say your best bet would probably head over to store.crucialresponse.com. And I would imagine you could get the... Uh, I'm sure there's like a vinyl. I don't know if there's like a tape or anything, but I'm sure Frank would be jerking it if there were. Of course. I mean, although I don't know, man. Like, if I if I check it out later and there happens to be a CD, you never know. I might uh, I might order that. Although, God, I've bought enough merch in the past three days, and to add insult to injury, I just put it in an order for the uh, the new Demolic shirts that the the guys from Demolic just uh, finally put out pre orders for because I couldn't miss that. But yeah, so head on over to uh, head on over to shop.crucialresponse.com to head to grab a shipwrecks the last pagans. These guys are fucking dope. I'm definitely going to be looking more into this band. Yeah, and you should definitely do that. They're fucking ah, so good. And if, especially if you if you somehow have the chance to catch a set of theirs, do oh. it. Oh dear God, yes. You you will get fucking bludgeoned. I, I <laughs> want them to come back. Absolutely. So bad. If they if like if they come back to another this is hardcore I'm like that alone would be like well there's like twenty five percent of my reason to go right there <laughs> yeah so uh, that's it for my first one and we're just gonna roll right on into my second one now this this is um this is an example of me 
like I have a history of doing this, like buying the merch like as soon as as soon as the track is done. So like I think we were all kind of taken aback by this band, were we not? Yeah, I mean I um I brought them in a couple weeks ago, but um you know it's one of those things where like what you hear online is good, but what they do live is astounding. Something else. Uh, yeah. Like the 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 experience, the the live experience for this band, I would describe as nothing less than just. I mean, like I, I mean, this this is really my first real hardcore show, but I feel safe in saying that uh, the next band just absolutely. Oh man, like they they killed it in ways that I never thought you could kill it. So, Tom, why don't you just go ahead and bang that one out right here? I am I am so sad I missed that I set. I forgot how gallopy they were. I'm sad you missed that too, buddy. Man, it was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. They were fucking incredible. Yeah, so the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, iDubs. Featuring yeah, featuring a cameo from our beloved iDubs, who I believe everyone here is a fan of. Uh but yeah, that that was that was pretty good. In fact I would say that is beyond pretty good. Um, yeah, so, uh, I did not even really know this before, uh, this, this weekend, frankly, that Japan apparently has a thriving hardcore scene. Oh, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. It it is, uh, legitimately now a a thing that's on my list. Like, at some point in the, in the somewhat near future, I plan on making it out there just to go to fucking shows. Um, because that's, uh... Holy shit, man. Uh, you know, at this point, I've seen Sand, uh, fucking Numb. A couple other bands have played the fest. But yeah. Those two are fucking standouts. Yeah, so when... Um, I've heard this is hardcore as described as, like, something that has evolved into a true multinational event. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, anyone who goes there, and I mean, I've only gone there once now, but I know, f- like, just from experience, that uh, people come from all over the world no hyperbole uh to to see this show and to even play this show 
And I mean, Christ, while I was there, I must have heard like probably five or six different languages oh, God, being yeah. spoken by different people there. And it was and it was honestly one of the coolest fucking things in the world to to hear and it just went to show me how how much people around the world love this this style of music and want to be a part of what Joe Hardcore and the guys who put this fest on every year are doing. Speaking of, I can't remember if we mentioned the name or not. Uh, that was Numb. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's funny. Here's how on the same fucking wavelength we are. Uh, we brought in the same fucking track from them. Oh, no shit. Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, I ended up being, I mean, like the the first track into this this set for the for numb, you know. Thanks for stealing my name drop there, Phil. Uh, the the first the first track from this band that I heard, I ended up being fucking sold. I mean, which is which is a phrase that I've been uttering a lot the past three days, and it just something about this band, just like the the sheer intensity, the sheer aggression, like the the devotion to what like the actual hardcore sound is, just completely sold me on it. It's funny because you know I'd see them wandering around um, the fest the yeah. rest of the time there, and they're all they're all rocking different fucking New York hardcore shirts. Yeah. Like yeah. these are real deal fans, and it's funny because it's kind of like. Like, what we've seen so much in metal, where it's like, you know, so many people get into shit from, like, fucking Norway or, you know, these different fucking areas, uh, to see it kind of on the reverse is pretty amazing, where it's like, these dudes are on the other side of the fucking planet. And they're and wearing, they're they're wearing fucking Madball jerseys. Yeah, yeah. they're obsessed with a scene that, that's, that you know, that's local to us yeah a scene that for them is you know thousands of miles away it's and it's you know like i said man there's uh in extreme music in general for a lot of the people not just hardcore but like heavy metal and in, in like punk rock in general there is a level of devotion in extreme music that is i would honestly argue is unheard of in the rest of the music world like you have you haven't seen polka fans I have seen polka fans and they get fucking brutal. Oh yeah, Music yeah. Fest out in out in fucking Bethlehem is started as a polka fest. No shit, dude. Have yeah. you ever have you ever been bashed over the head with an accordion? I can tell you, it's an incredibly painful experience. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I've already beaten you over the head with my cock so many times the past three days that I'm sure you know Don't pretty worry. much what it feels. Don't like. worry, your defeat is not completely useless. It will fuel my next song. <laughs> well, I mean, despite Frank's many trips to the mushroom stampery these past couple days aside, uh, yeah, Numb, Numb grabs me right off the bat. We actually got a chance to uh, to, to bullshit with him a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a bit of a language bit barrier. A bit of a language barrier, but, you know... Um, the vocal the vocalist did uh, did know some English. He was able to he was able to talk to us a little bit. Yeah, um, insanely humble. I oh, yeah. literally every time we complimented them, he bowed. Uh, like you you can tell he was like he and his bandmates were they were just guys who liked the music. Well, and that's the funny thing. And I mean, Joe Hardcore made a point of getting up there to talk about you know um, I think specifically Numb and you know Shipwrecked and a lot of these bands who travel. He was like you know. Um, it's amazing for them because they come out here and and really experience what the scenes like like they don't even they don't even get that sort of love at home which is so, fucked uh, i'm sure the well, scene's fucking great over there yeah but, but i the, mean the 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 the, the uh the point is that the the love that's shown to them for traveling halfway around the fucking planet yeah uh to to play for us is um 
you know, we, we make it known that we appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, I mean, Phil, I think you put it best. I mean, that is what this show is all about. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not just four idiots, you know, sitting around screaming at each other in mics every week about fucking music we like. It's, I mean, bands, bands like Numb, bands like Shipwrecked, like these are, these are bands that deserve to be known, like, cause they're, I would, I would say they're making conscious, uh, like tangible efforts to the scene. I mean, I know I'm pretty new to the hardcore scene. I've had my feet in heavy metal for as long as I can remember, but I mean, just one, one set of numbs and I can tell like, these are guys who they care very, very deeply about it. And man, I'm telling you, if you ever somehow have a chance to see numb in show, Go fucking peep them. And by the way, this song was called City of Dreams. There's actually an official video for it on YouTube. So. Yo, and it's hard as fucking nails. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. It's it's it it will fucking it will it will it will rip your face off and eat it for dessert. Uh, uh, sadly, I don't believe that these guys have a band camp. At least I was not able to find one. But uh, I there I believe the site you can find them at is uh, numb.jp. Yeah. Uh, and up there, they have a link to their they they have all of their shit up on SoundCloud. I believe they also have some stuff up on Spotify. But I know for a fact you can find like a full album on uh, on their SoundCloud. So. Yeah. So I mean, doesn't I mean free stream of the Numb album? I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So you you have no excuse. Everyone listening, go out there, pick up that fucking co- or like well, I mean, if you can pick it up, pick it up. But head over to head over to SoundCloud and listen to that album because Numb are fucking great. They deserve to be known. They deserve to be huge, frankly. Yeah. And if you find their social media, show them some fucking love. Hell yeah, dude! And you know what? Uh, that's that's actually going to do it for me this week. I got a dynamic duo for you. Word. Hell yeah! All right. Well, uh, Tom, roll that beautiful bean footage. I I mean that was brief, but it made a point. I was flipped when I saw these guys. I was really expecting some like real old school, like more traditional, with a name like Mind Force. I was like, yeah, dude, this is gonna be you know more like leeway or whatever. But no, it was it was way heavier than I was expecting. Which, by the way, uh, leeway were fucking great. I'm not no, not to take anything away from <laughs> I'm them. Just, I'm the just style fu- difference more so. Mikey, baby, I'm fucking with you, baby boy. Oh yeah, but those chugs. 
those chuggalugs. Yeah, th- those were some fucking chuggalugs. Mm. It, yeah, I, I love the the crossover influence as well. Yeah, you know, it's 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 definitely um, thrashy. I'm a huge fan of that vocal style. Me too. Like it reminds me of Malice at the Palace and stuff like that. Fair. Yeah. Eh. Um. Fucking, it's killer. So it's Mind Force, and that's off the future of a 2017 release. That was another band I ended up being really surprised by, and actually, it was a, uh, it was our well, my my new boy Matt. Your guy, your guy's boy Matt, but my new boy Matt, who told me he's like, hey man, I know one of the reasons you're here is for Marauder. So if you like Marauder, you're gonna dig this band. And you know what, Matt, if you're listening, man, you were absolutely fucking right, dude. This band was sick. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Besides that, I love the dude's energy, the uh, front man. Um, so these dudes are from New York. Not surprise, surprise! I, 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 I never would have guessed. <laughs> And you can find that at mindforceny.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is the next song. Sorry, mm. just ripping a fat vape cloud over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, obviously, in this, like we said at the beginning, you know, um, these were probably the acts that surprised me the most. Um, maybe not my absolute favorite sets because there were some bands I was really pumped to see. And I already knew what to expect from them. <laughs> so these guys, Candy was another one, where um, we brought them in a while back. That was a Phil bring-in. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. They really surprised me on that demo, so I bought it. But seeing them play, I mean, they brought everything that I was hoping that they would, and that was, like, good fucking um, tones on the guitars. Because, unfortunately, like, for me, the Electric Factory, sometimes it's, like, the way that they're on the fly, keeping things fucking moving, the... Um, EQing, it's a little muddy. I mean, it's a big hall, like, but when I can hear what's going on, and, you know, there was a, a select few um, acts that really, like, cut through. Candy was one of them. This is going to be off Candy Says, a 2017 release, and we're going <coughs> to listen to Candy Gonna Die. Sick.
I uh, I love that easily one of the most ignorant bands that this is hardcore is named Candy. <laughs> um, and I I you know it's cool because um, not like at the fest you know days before they even played I saw a lot of fucking Candy merch uh, being repped. Yeah, which is fucking cool because they deserve it yes yeah. you know can i just say i wonder if i'm the only person here who hopes and wonders if their their band name is a reference to the will smith song of the same name do you guys <laughs> yeah i remember you, candy. yeah yeah do not tell me that just do not like tell candy. me that just like candy do not fucking tell me that big willie style was not the fucking tightest album of the late 90s <laughs> you i mean you could try to tell me otherwise you'd be wrong but yeah big willie style yeah, get, I get, I remember that song very get, distinctly. Getting jiggy with it, son. Na, 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 na. So na, na, when we were na, 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 na. <laughs> when we were listening to chugs and people screaming in our general direction for thirty hours, dude, people were screaming in every direction for all hours. But this is hardcore. <laughs> Candy really stuck out. Yeah, uh, I mean, I also thought that Will Smith's impromptu set at This Is Hardcore was great. He well, went he went over surprisingly well. I might add, it was the Will. S- the Will Smith engaged T-shirts. Yeah, I that really did it for me. I, I noticed. I noticed. No, okay, no shit. Quick, quick, quick story. There was a guy wearing a shirt at This Is Hardcore that I could not help but fucking laugh hysterically at, and it was a, it was, it was a takeoff of the the uh, end of Heartbreak era Kill Switch Engage logo that just said Will Smith Engage, <laughs> and, just, and in the center it just had a picture of Will Smith's face, <laughs> and I found it on Redbubble, and apparently it's a shirt you can actually order, and I'm thinking that if I have enough money, it might be the next thing I order after that Demolix shirt. I'm pretty sure in. Tom is looking it up now to, <laughs> he is so happy. <laughs> Tom, Tom, are we going to be matching besties? Oh my God, he's looking it up. Did I not fucking? fucking did I not? Fu- <laughs> did I not? Did, did I not? Did I not fucking tell you that that shit was real? I didn't tell you. I just needed to see it. Oh, of course. I, I love it. I love it. Now, now nobody here will ever doubt me Speaking again. Speaking of uh, shirts being repped, I was I was very happy to see at least two other people repping uh, reserving dirt nap shirts. I saw a lot of their shit around. Which which <laughs> I I honestly think it's like one of those band names that I wish I'd thought of. When we saw a sweet player hater shirt. Oh, the one I, that looks like the fucking oldie label. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. I See, it. I've never heard player hater, but as soon as I saw that because Phil pointed it out and I saw it, I'm like, oh shit. I have <laughs> a lot that's gonna be good. <laughs> I have I have a lot of memories. Uh, slightly mixed, mostly good, slightly mixed of OE, and I'm like, oh god, maybe, yeah. I, I gotta, maybe I you missed that, that episode, but I did bring them in. Did you? Yeah, dog. Maybe, dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they were a stand. Like I, I, I can't. I need to catch them live. Um, yeah. So if you want to check out uh, Candy, that's going to be at CandyGonnaDie.bandcamp.com. Motherfucker. 2017 release. I had a hard time tracking down where they're from. Where are they from? Don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to lead into like, oh, I had a hard time finding out, but I did eventually find No, out. no fun story. Just, oh, sorry. man, I like fun stories. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm pumped yeah. for this one. Um, what, I'm, what I'm talking about this week, uh, it was not a shock to me. I knew it was going to be awesome because I saw them before on Easter and I fucking loved it and I loved it this goddamn weekend again. I don't, I don't so, want to. You saw this band on the date of Christ's resurrection. I don't want to give them. It undue. was the most ignorant Easter of all fucking time. <laughs> I don't want to give them undue credit, but right after or mid their set, I heard some real damage to the speakers. 
at the yeah. uh, factory. Um, yeah, that like after that, there was like a permanent issue with uh, Mike uh, with Mike inputs for yeah. the rest of that festival. <laughs> so we were talking about motherfucking knocked loose. You and we're listening to a little bit of a uh, Bolivian's Peak. Play it, Tom. love about them is it's it's that combination of that brutal crushing but it's also especially live there's a fucking abrasiveness to the sound yeah and you know what i mean it's not like over overly simple lyrics but it's it's like widely relatable lyrics that i really like about it so Mm -hmm. other than just being like a fucking constant pit machine it's something that you want to scream along to absolutely and they're young dudes. I mean, they're really. I mean, I don't know if they're as young as like Noisome was when they put their album out, but they're young. I remember seeing. I <clears throat> I saw Noisome when they were pretty early on. I think I saw them like four or five years ago. At I think the, we found them like three, four years ago. Yeah, I saw them. God, I I because I, I, I saw them on the Decibel tour. Like I, I mentioned a couple times with uh, Gorgut's uh, Carcass and Repulsion. Like they there were there were only like probably forty or fifty people watching their set. But uh, yeah, no, I remember Noisome. Uh, I think I think Phil and I are kind of in the same boat with this band, and that we're not we're not huge fans of it. I mean, I, I admit how how energetic and insane their set was, but I just was not really feeling the band. It's I mean I don't even like to fucking because here's the thing I don't know what it is I don't know why they don't click with me. Um, I want to like them because they do everything. Maybe, that I maybe they'll drop a release that'll jive with you. Maybe. Well, but regardless, um, you know, there's certainly not something I would ever speak poorly of. Sure. And their set was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, See, I think I, I think I actually do 
know what it is that doesn't quite jive with me for them. I think I think it's the vocal style and approach. I just there there are times when I don't think it quite melds with the music. But you know, then again, that's all that's also a personal taste thing. I w- but you know what? I will never at any point uh, like even deign to assume that there is not talent in this band because I know there is. Like after watching them live, because I actually you know to my credit, I did watch Knock Loose set. And, you know, I can obviously be vouched for on that end. Yeah. I watched their set in full, and they were fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Like, the, they did have one of the, not the biggest, but one of the bigger pits for This yeah, Is Hardcore. That's they, true. Like, I, I, think, I think that honor. You get pretty rowdy during that, their set. That, that, I, I think that honor, that honor might actually go to Marauder. Um, I remember we were actually talking about that uh, cool dude, uh, Sam, that we met. Yeah, and one day he's somebody like, "Oh, I got punched in the eye." You're like, oh, what, <laughs> oh yeah. What, what was it during? Oh, it was during Knock Loose. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that sounds like Knock Loose, uh, Knock Loose Pits in a nutshell. <laughs> but yep, yep. I'm glad you brought it because I wanted to. You, you yeah. want to uh, hear some more of this goddamn nastiness? Uh, at least for this album. What do you was, think? What do you think we do this show for, Frank? For the nastiness. Yeah, there's a lot of that here. For the uh, the. The Laugh Tracks album, um, you have to go to purenoise.bandcamp.com. I didn't even hear the Wolf Wolf during uh, Counting Worms, but I knew it happened. I was just I so excited it. to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually lost, I actually lost my voice a little bit on the second and third nights. I, uh, we'll talk about that later, though. I was yeah. gonna say yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that bring it to me. Brings yeah. it to you. That brings it to me. I can't believe we Come walked on. out for this. Oh my you god! You fucking dummies! I literally walked in we, at, at the beginning of their set. We fucking dicked up the beginning of that day's set so much. I don't know. It's a, the, see, I, I just this the second the second day was the one where we had all the fuck ups. I think it was Friday. No, I think it was Friday because we weren't because Phil wasn't with us to keep us on track. <laughs> Pup Phil was uh, still yeah, working. Yeah, we we didn't have Daddy Phil with us to, yeah, to, to keep us straight. To remind you that the fucking set times are posted every day. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually did feel. I feel like I should have known that. It happens, but uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's get it. This was the the first band that I saw on Friday. Walked in just as they were starting their set. Tom, go ahead and roll this. I was trying to thrash 
through that song and like my neck actually kind of started yelling at me a little bit. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> fucking fucking two fucking a like day later and my neck still goddamn hurts. It's probably gonna hurt the entire fucking flight back to Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Mm. It's gonna suck. But anyway, that was the track Nothing Left off of the album The Pact by True Love. Dude, this is a killer release. I'm I'm really upset I missed it. And I'm also really upset when I went to buy the physical. They sold out. But I'm glad I, that they sold out. Actually, I, I recall seeing most of the True Love set myself. And, like, actually, thank you for reminding me of this band, Phil, because I forgot about it until just now. And I'd forgotten just how much I fucking liked their set. Yeah. Because as soon as I heard their name, I, I immediately thought of, like, oh, I wonder if this is going to be, like, a melodic hardcore band that I'm not into. Nope. No, <laughs> no uh, they're tight and they're tough. No, it, dude, it, dude it, this was tough as fuck. It's awesome because I first heard True Love uh, at the fest. I forget if it was two or three years ago, and um, immediately after their set, went and bought uh, physical copies of everything they had. And nice. uh, this year, um, you know, they finished up, and I was like, oh, fuck, the pact is out. So I fucking ran over and grabbed a copy of yeah, that. Yeah, when I brought them in, you weren't aware of that release, and I was... But you knew them, so... Yeah. Fucking goddamn missing them. God damn it. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Mike? Look at it this way, man. I guarantee you that they will be at a future This Is Hardcore. No, I know. Like, there is no way that they will not bring these fucking dudes back. That's so, true. I, and you know what, man? I would not. I would not sweat it too fucking much. But yeah. they are uh, they are based out of Michigan, and you can oh, sure. find them at uh, it's triple b records and that's literally bbb records I wonder how many people have seen the name of this band and been fooled into thinking like I won't I wonder if they're like an indie dream pop act not quite not quite yeah, yeah. Um, more yeah. in the uh, sense of the uh, Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a! Um, nice, nice, nice little cultural reference there, right? True romance, oh, of course. I don't think I've ever actually seen that. It's oh, pretty good. It's a great fucking yeah. movie. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm, I'm not much of a Tarantino guy. It's not a Tarantino. He wrote it. He didn't oh, direct it. Okay. Right. Tony Scott directed it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> he, and he probably should have directed the rest of Tarantino's films. But that's, <laughs> well, you know, instead of stealing scenes. Um, well, you know me. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a John Carpenter guy. So you know. Fair, but uh, anyway. Um, Fuck the movie talk. This is another <laughs> one that I was super fucking amped to see. Another oh. one that I uh, I learned of through This Is Hardcore. Yep. Uh, Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this? Oh, 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 oh,
they're so good. So that that track was called The Sound of Pain. It is off the album Gaining Purpose Through Passionate Hatred by the band Twitching Tongues. How did I not know about these guys? Why did I think they were ringworm? I don't I don't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> Very two different things. I was so confused yeah. when they came on. I was like, where's... <laughs> Thanks, thanks for the extra taster there, Tom. But yeah, dude, that's fucking tight. I'm gonna look um, into them. They're awesome, and that is—I mean—that's easily the the most fucking ignorant track on the album. And it's funny because it follows uh, literally a fucking piano ballad called "Long Gone." Um, no shit. Phenomenal fucking clean vocals. They're—they're really—they're one of the coolest fucking bands in hardcore right now. Um, They—they they do a lot of different things. Like they, they do, and they pull from. You know, they say they're metal influence, which is obvious, but I think they're pulling from really cool influences. I think you're you'll hear a lot of fucking carnivore, uh, specifically. Didn't they yeah. they they even their vocalist even mentioned on stage, he's like, you know, there are two bands that what we wouldn't exist without and one of them was Carnivore. Uh no, you mentioned Agents of Man, who played earlier. That no, day. he no, he mentioned. I mean, I, I don't think he mentioned too. No, somebody mentioned. There was a band who mentioned like there are two bands <laughs> we wouldn't exist without: Carnivore and Agents of Man. That may be, but it was literally just Agents of Man that they mentioned. I don't believe it was. Man. I, I, I guarantee Sam might be right on this one. I, I don't think, think he I, was. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure that I'm correct because he he literally he said Agents of Man. Eh, whatever. Well, I'll <laughs> I'll show you when the fucking set gets released. And, and, <laughs> it's, um, and it's okay because then I'll you be, also. Then walked out during their set no i did not walk out during twitching tongue set you did because the speaker was getting to you yeah no that was for uh that was also like towards the end that that was twitching that that was not twitching tongues i promise that was a different band it was twitching tongues all right ladies it doesn't matter (laughs) but uh no because yes like i don't blame you because i heard the same fucking speaker thing during fucking e-town uh, yeah, was, they, yeah. There yeah, was some, definitely a shot speaker that certain frequencies were just fucking blowing. Yeah, and up. I was, yeah. and the the shit thing is, I, I was in the exact right spot for it to hit me in the eardrum like a fucking scratch. All yeah, and I walked out with you because I was like, Bleh. yeah, like this, like this is kind of fucking my ear up. Uh, yeah, the, I will say the only reason I knew who this band was <clears throat> is because I briefly saw uh, Anthony Fantano mentioned on youtube ages ago how he was not a fan of their most recent album and i was like oh, i don't really know what to expect but then i went and i saw them for myself and i'm like oh shit okay maybe i am a believer in twitching tongues yeah because they their set was fucking dope yeah i bought this fucking hockey jersey for a goddamn reason sweet jersey they um, they actually had a shirt design that i really wish i'd bought <laughs> they, I, they, they had a they had a they had a shirt design on the front it was like the head of a demon poking over a, a headstone and he was pointing at the headstone and the headstone read here lies your bitch ass which which I, was which was phil's favorite part but my favorite part was on the back where it had uh it just said twitching tongues and on and below that there was a there was a phrase that just made me fucking lose my shit the entire time i was there it just said soft as fuck, but still harder than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was so hard not to fucking be like, you know what? Throw the shirt into. Yeah. Um, yeah. In hindsight, I should have bought one. Oh, yeah. if I had the money, I could have gone through a lot. I, of money. Yeah. I, 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 I want to talk about how much I spent. I, <laughs> dude, I, I had to have spent at least $250. Yeah. Oh yeah. We 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 all had money this time. <laughs> I know. Actually, no. Actually, no. I think I only spent like two hundred and ten. 
There I think you I go. Spent, I think I spent like 200, 210. That ain't bad for what you, what you brought back. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know what? I'm going to have to take photos of all my merch. Dude, uh, when Bridge Nines drop their CDs down to like fucking 250 a piece, I'm going to shit my pants. I hand the dude like 10 bucks, <laughs> expect them to get no change back. He hands me a five back. I'm like, fucking two more. <laughs> Let's keep what? it rolling. <laughs> keep, um, it, keep it rolling, bartender. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, What's that, what's that song? One one bourbon, one shot, one beer. Yeah, by, yeah. By uh, John Lee Hooker, isn't it? Yeah. So, Twitching Tongues, uh, twitchingtongues.bandcamp.com. Uh, they've actually got quite the discography as well. Um, so, there's plenty to check out there. Yeah, I, I just um, uh, wishlisted the uh, 2018 release. Yeah, I, I love the new fucking album, um, but this harmony is like one of my all-time favorites already. Okay. I listened to that so goddamn much, I'm surprised I didn't wear the record out. Um, nice. And that will do it for me. No shit. All right. So, segment. Mother- yeah, it's 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 time for a very important segment. The most important segment. You it, stole that from me. This. That's <laughs> not this, first by any means. <laughs> this week might be the most sleaziest segment. <laughs> Fizz, bring in Steel Panther. Fizz crack pop. <laughs> You know what? I like Steel <laughs> Panther. Go fuck yourself. I'm just joking. So, speaking of merch, this is hardcore. I picked something up. I picked up a tape. <laughs> a tape from 1982. Of course you picked up a fucking tape. <laughs> that I, I scored for $3. Yes. And uh, you're going to hear a little bit of that right now. Tom, play it. And to think. (laughs) 
And to think, I forgot about that. And <laughs> so did I. And to think, just a few months ago, you gave me so much shit about bringing in rats round and round for a solo of the month solo. <laughs> you fucking shithead. Yo, fucking fuck you. Motley Crue's dope. Yeah, but yeah so is Rat, you for fucking real, idiot. If you don't like this, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, I think I think I was the, I think you guys were the first to to know. I think I sent a fucking photo to the group chat. I'm like, hey, I just picked up a copy of Doctor Feelgood, mm. and you know what? It is a fucking sick album. Well, the the album in question for for this segment, the debut album, Too Fast for Love, baby. My man. Oh, I, like I, you know, I like. We we've had this discussion before about the 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 metalheads who like to just completely overlook anything that was even tangentially related to fucking glam metal. But like, dude, this shit fucking rules. You know, it, it fucking it's fucking it's hard. Like, it goes hard as fuck. And man, like, I can honestly think of few things that fit better with just like shh, fucking. Burning down the fucking freeway Dude, I mean, at like, like not, at like eighty five miles per hour. I think the quickest or the the biggest problem to overlook is like the musicianship in some of these bands were ungodly. Like, I mean, I mean, the guitar tones. I mean, the, I, the I riffs, believe it, like, I've said more than once. Like uh, as far as Rat goes, which for some fucking reason <laughs> Frank will not acknowledge. It, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. But uh, the, I like I uh, musicianship. Like like I like, but I was like I was gonna say. Uh, like for as far as Rat goes, Warren D. Martini and Stephen Piercy were a duo not to be fucked with. I mean, even with like Dawkins, man, like fucking oh, Dawkins was great. Fucking George Lynch, like back for the attack, tooth and nail under lock and key. God damn. Uh, but so this fucking album, though. Yeah. God damn, you got you got fucking live wire kicking shit off. You've got tracks like fucking Take Me to the Top. Yeah. Like, it never fucking stops. There's like a, there's like a ballad in there. Like, it, it well, it's, it was like, it was like an industry standard at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking ballad. I feel like they're one of the bands that kind of like really, uh, got that, uh, they're at least one of the bands that got that going. Well, um, well yeah. I mean, they were one of the bands that like laid the foundation for glam. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I is but you know like like you guys, I stopped thinking a while ago that I was too cool for it. Now I'm just like give me all the fucking all the fucking crazy <laughs> ass hair metal. Yo, look, man. Man. There's a there's a fucking there's a certain amount of goddamn like swagger about it. When, there like, is. It's like, absolutely true. It's just throwing your cock on the table. At, at the fucking <laughs> at the end of the day, if I'm fucking partying and throwing back beers, like, I'm sorry, man. I ain't throwing on Emperor. No, you know, no, no, like, no, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck, you know? I'm gonna throw on fucking autograph sign in, please. That is honestly one of my go-to party albums. There you go. Uh, but we need a beer to go with this album. We do need a what, fucking beer. To what go exactly with this do you pair with Too Fast for Love? I'm very, very curious, Frank. Well, see, I, I went with Dogfish Heads, Lupu Luau IPA, which is an IPA uh, brewed with like toasted coconut and so with your hair metals you know you've got all the the glam with it you got the spandex yeah you've got sometimes like the balance of that that's kind of like the coconut that 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 sweetness but 
Motley Crue still got that fucking edge to it. You know like, what? That it, aggressiveness. It's funny you say so because even the can, because uh, I've mentioned more than once on the show that I'm a fan of bright, obnoxious, neon-colored guitars, and I want my entire walls to be covered with them, and I'm not joking when I say that. Even the can alone reminds me of like a like, like if you can imagine like an old Motley Crue video think of like one of the old neon green Kramers that those <laughs> guys would that any of those bands would play even the can reminds me of something like that that's this is a fantastic fucking beer I'm not it's, I'm not really an IPA guy but you know I'm uh you know this this 7.3% alcohol content I'm feeling it I don't want to be a Nancy I just wish the hops were a little more mellow and there was a little more coconut I actually got to go with you're being that. a Nancy. That's no. fair. That, <laughs> no, that's fair. No, that's no, 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 no. As no. far as IPAs go, this is pretty fucking mellow. This like, is very tame. Um, well, it, it could also be that I don't really like IPAs. Yeah, that much. I mean, no, that's like I, I'll, that's I I'm bust sitting. balls, but like I don't care. You yeah, fuck you, like Phil. IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's okay if your palate's not developed. It's okay. So many more stouts than you do, though. That is completely false. Bullshit. That is is unbelievably false. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) I believe. I believe. Bitch, it is not. I believe when I told you that that me and my buddies uh, shotgunned Doris the Destroyer, you yeah, you were like, why? Yeah, because that's a stupid fucking idea, and I stand by that statement. I mean, from you is to be expected, but you know. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, boys. Actually, okay. one on the t- like, if this is the Brewers Brew Society, if you're listening to Too Fast for Love and you're drinking uh, Dogfish Head's uh Lua, you better fucking shotgun it. You got to drink it as goddamn sleazy as possible. Yeah, I fucking wish you, I had. I know, thought about doing it too. We should uh, right over Tom's Electronics. You know, <laughs> actually, actually, you know, what? <laughs> actually, you know, you know what? <laughs> Right over the old interface. Call it, we, we, call, we call it the interface beer. Uh, no, but actually the one thing I'm sad that we haven't done together yet is uh, we haven't shotgun beers together. We can do that. We can do that. We should do that. Uh, we still got tomorrow before you leave. We man. do. Well, yeah. I, leave, I leave the day after tomorrow. What are we doing? Tomorrow night we got to get drunk. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because tomorrow's the 31st, and I leave the evening of the 1st. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to, uh, because we've been fucking, we've been hustling you around everywhere. I'd yeah. like to take some time to just fucking chill and actually hang. Yeah, so, and we gotta we gotta actually shotgun some fucking beers. I'm fucking down, dude. So, um, wrap this up. Throw on fucking Motley Crue's Too Fast for Love. Shotgun some dogfish head, lupa luau IPAs, and have yourself a good time. Keep it fucking sleazy, boys. Mm-hmm. If you have other pants, throw those on. You know what? That, or if you just got like, if you got like a spandex vest or something, throw that on too. Pull out that old, pull out that old, uh, that neon yellow Kramer you got in the back of the closet and plug it into your Marshall half stack and fucking bang out some riffs. I, I you know, I, I was, j- it just popped into my head the other day. Uh, I think it was while we were watching fucking Carnivore. Uh, yeah. And I was thinking about, like, my first guitar was a fucking Warlock. But uh, prior to that, I came home. I can't remember the name of the fucking, I can't remember the name of the model. It's it's big and, and it's fucking obnoxious. It's from BC Rich. And I fucking, it caught my eye immediately. And after, like, ten minutes of playing it, I was like, 
this is fucking it. And it was this fucking obnoxious neon blue covered like sparkly ass fucking guitar. Was it was, was like, it was it a beast? No, it wasn't a beast. I forget oh, what the I'll, I'll look it up later and, and let you know. But I got home with it. And yeah, you know, mind you, I was like I was like fucking like, 15 at yeah, the time yeah i walked through the door with it and my mom was like absolutely not and i was like what <laughs> so that's how i ended up with a warlock that sucks um funny story uh i've showed you pictures of the type of bass i used to own the uh, snakeskin like american made uh bc rich yeah um one of the first things i did i remember i picked that up and the dude i was jammed with at the time i was like we're learning some motley crew right because <laughs> like if you have a snakeskin bass, you're gonna play some hair metal on it. I've, yeah. I've, I've honestly considered. I've considered a couple times. I have an old. Um, I have an old. I have an old Jackson dinky that I play a lot, and I've honestly considered just buying, like, pulling all the electronics out, buying some paint remover, stripping it, and painting it like the most obnoxious neon orange that I could possibly find. I used to love the fucking like crinkle finish warlocks. Oh, the crackle, crackle. Yeah, finish. crackle. That's it. Cra- yeah. yeah, crackle finishes are like my single favorite guitar fans. Yeah, I've seen a lot of posting from you. Yeah. yeah. I am I, am I didn't a, know it existed. I thought it was really cool. So, yeah, if anyone if anyone does not know what I'm talking about, just Google like just go and Google and look up crackle finish guitars. You'll see what I'm talking about. And you can you'll see immediately why I think they need need to make a comeback. Stop stop thinking you're too good for wild guitar colors, guys. Like all all you gent and progressive guys out there, stop thinking you're too cool for wild colored guitars. Yeah. Meh. Anyway, um, we still got a ton of shit to talk about. We, we have, do. We have a single announcement before <coughs> we get to our discussion, and I believe... Actually, uh, uh, I have two. Okay. Shoot. So, um, yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah, not at all. Uh, hold on. Tell him the fuck off. <laughs> you know what? Suck my fucking dick. <laughs> so, um, I've mentioned a couple times on the show how much I'm... Uh, how Actually, even on a Crypt episode, I've mentioned how big of a fan I am of... Uh, the British old school death metal band uh, Cancer, I am. So it turns out that they have actually signed with Peaceville Records and are planning on releasing an album. What is it with everyone announcing albums out of fucking nowhere? Sammy, why are you leaving empty diet sodas all over my house? What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> Keep sorry. going. Oh, sorry. Did I leave a bottle on the floor? Yeah. No, I'm just playing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually did not mean to do that. You're good. So, uh, no, tell, tell, tell Nessa I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Carpet's going to smell like beer for months now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've left worse on that carpet, Mike. Absolutely. Uh, I know. Now I feel better. Cats poop on that carpet. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> see, see I, I knew you were a cat owner as soon as I walked in because I could smell them. Yeah. So, yeah, it turns out that, uh, that cancer... Uh, have signed to Peaceville Records, and they are releasing an album in late 2018 called Shadow Gripped. Well, tentative, tentatively titled Shadow Gripped. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested about this. I mean, look, to be totally honest, the last the last uh, couple Cancer reunions have not gone particularly well. Like the last two full lengths they've released have been consistently awful. Like, Cancer have honestly not released anything worthwhile since The Sins of Mankind, which I own a copy of. Everyone should go check that out. Um, but you know what? I am willing to give Shadow Grip a chance. I'm going to check it out once it comes out. Who knows? It might end up, at the very least, in my runners-up for top ten, which, True. by the way, I'm already at, like, my, my top ten is looking to be full already. There's a plump here. 
Yeah. yeah. Last year was a plump year. Yeah, this year is looking to be almost, if not equally, as plump. And actually, uh, there was one I forgot to put on because I found out about it literally as we, Mike and I were getting ready to jump out the door. Uh, so I've mentioned how big of a fan I am of Demons and Wizards. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it turns out that uh, Demons and Wizards have made an official Facebook uh, and they announced on it, and in case you don't know who they are, it's uh, it's Hansi Kirsch from Blind Guardian and uh, John Schaefer from Ice Earth. I mean, got the fucking power metal dream team. Seriously. And if you've heard the, if you've heard the self titled and uh, Touched by the Crimson King albums, you know what I'm fucking talking about. I mean, I'm going to assume everyone listening likes power metal because power metal is awesome. I mean, Man of War does kill posers with steel, after all. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like every time I see some fucking wimp talking about how they hate Man of War, it's just like, yeah, none of your metal opinions matter. Is there a fucking square? Yeah, if you don't, <laughs> no, just uh, th- this is, I feel like this is the official from the pit stance is that if you don't like Man of War, you're a fucking square. You're a, po- <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a poser and you should leave the hall. Period. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to say. So uh, back to the announcement at hand. Uh, Demons and Wizards have made an official Facebook. You can track it down on Facebook. I'm going to assume you guys know how to do that. But, uh, yeah, they made an announcement today saying that, yes, this is indeed the official Facebook. And we have an exciting announcement coming on August 4th. I mean, I already announced a couple months ago that they're working on a new album. Yes. But... Man, who knows what we're going to hear on the 4th. I mean, it could be track listings, could be art. Could, new album and tour. Could be a new single. Oh, fuck. I mean, a new I mean, I'm going to I'm going to hope upon fucking hope that we are going to hear a new Demons and Wizards before the end of the year. We have not heard from them since like Christ, like 2008. <sighs> I think I can't remember exactly when uh, "Touched by the Crimson King" came out, but man, if we hear a new Demons and Wizards single within the next week, that will just like uh, like I'm just gonna be like my whole next episode is just gonna be moaning while I jerk off. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna talk. It's, you're just gonna hear me in the background, like oh oh splat. <laughs> that was a great imitation of what it's gonna sound like. Did I ever? Uh... <laughs> It's kind of funny. I found out about Iced Earth and Demons and Wizards the same way, um, which was... I actually found out about Demons and Wizards before I found out about either band. So, the way I found out about it, do you remember there was that company back in the day? It was like, I think it was Infinity One or Rockabilia or like those... Uh, they sold metal Oh, merch. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. Rock, Rockabilia is still around. Okay. So, yeah, they're still going. So, my like, I used to get that, like, I would look on that to just find band names... And like one thing, I was like, it was the same thing. I was like, I looked at the pictures of like Ice Earth and Demons and Wizards. Like, yeah, this looks dope. And it is. And then I listened to it, and it's like, oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> like, I, I want more of that coming in my ear pussies right now. No, um, I'm actually, I'm absolutely fucking stoked about that. Fucking a new Cancer album in 2018, and very possibly, fingers and dicks crossed, guys. A new Demons and Wizards album by the end of the year, because I guarantee you, like, I well, not guarantee, but I will give you a very, very solid possibility that if they do release an album, it will likely end up in my top ten for the year. I mean, shit. The new, I mean, the shit. The new Deicide single was already pretty promising. Um, fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got lots of new albums dropping this year, fellas. Yeah. Um, you remember that episode a couple weeks ago where I brought in like fucking eight different news articles? 
uh, one last one to throw out there and to kind of kick off the discussion. Uh, as Sam and I were watching Leeway, uh, yeah, the vocalist that's right. shouted, kind of just off the cuff, right before kicking into a song, uh, there will be new Leeway 60 days, motherfuckers. And that was last Thursday. Word for word. That's crazy. So unless you were at the show or unless you saw it on some fucking forum, you're hearing it here first, guys. We are getting a new Leeway album. And yo, if you look, I've seen them. I saw them last summer twice, and then I saw them this year. Um, if you're worried that they've lost anything at all, no. don't be. They are uh, as good, if not better, than they've ever been. Their vocalist even straight up said he's like, "I'm 53 years old, and I'm still doing this." I'm like, holy fucking shit, dude. Yeah, and he's phenomenal, and he's funny as shit. I was gonna say, I oh yeah, he's a funny fuck. He really. We watched is. him just like try to photobomb. He some photobombed. A group. No, he did. He did photobomb a group <laughs> with a fucking black and mild hanging out of was his mouth. Was that a black and mild? Yeah, so, that was so tight, man. Oh, I couldn't big believe old that. It was a big old doink. <laughs> he was out there in Amish smoking big doints out in Amish. Uh, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to YouTube. Uh, yeah, dude, fucking goddamn. New Cancer, New Demons and Wizards, New Leeway. Holy shit, man. Like, is there anyone who's not fucking gearing up for a new album right now? I don't think so. It's either gearing up for or has recently dropped. Seriously. Um, Hell yeah, dude. Just fucking amazing. I could not fucking believe it. Like, Like, and that show, that show had been tight enough already. But then as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, well, shit. So, Fest Talk. Let's, oh, man. boys, let's just dive right into it. So, uh, we'll kick it off. Uh, Thursday, uh, it was only Sam and I who made it out to uh, the pre-show. Sadly. Um, and it was fucking all We walked in uh, right at the start of Cast and Blood set. Yeah. Really, really fucking cool. Uh, phenomenal tone and awesome fucking song. Like, it was engaging the entire fucking time. I, I actually, um, I, I wasn't a huge fan of some of their music, but I will say, like, I feel the same way about them I feel about um, Knock Loose, and that I wasn't, I wasn't like the, they, I wasn't a huge fan of their music, but man, their set was so fucking good. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, they put their all into I, it. I told, I think I told Mike immediately the next day, I was like, yo, check out Cast and Blood. Yeah, I did. Thoughts? Yeah, that was, that was medium. Yeah. That was tepid. Yeah, he, he actually the, we were the talking about The sing-songy bits didn't really catch me too too hard, <laughs> but um bits. Yeah. It's the best yeah. it's the best best adjective. It was ever. I mean, the hard parts were cool. Yeah, I I feel Come like on. now here's Come the thing. I haven't listened to them, you know, outside of seeing them live. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I, I, I don't get know. the feeling that they're one of those bands that does it better live than on record. That's what I was gonna say. Because propose. live they were fucking great. Yeah, like they were really fucking good. Yeah, you guys were so like in like you were like ah you gotta check this out. And I checked it out. I was like, are you making fun of me? Uh, no, <laughs> no. That, that whole night, uh, them us, um, us make fun of you never. Why? Detain <laughs> was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Detain were sick. Um, Sam, if you want to talk about, I'm gonna pull up the fucking set list from that night because I can't even fucking it, the the thing. If you've never been out to um, this There's is a lot. hardcore, it's a lot. Like I'm still decompressing. Uh, oh, I am. From I am all too, of that dude. shit. I, yeah, I was too. laying in bed last night remembering things that happened. Yeah, it, I'm still. I'm still me. trying to remember some of it. You know, so. 
Yeah, so I'm going to pull up the lineup real quick. Oh, for the pre-fest or the yeah, actual? Right. Yeah, man. Jesus so you guys were a few minutes late for... Yeah, we. Um, that that's the one thing that sucked about the, the pre-show is that we arrived, I think, just a couple of minutes after Iron Price had gotten off stage. <clears throat> and I felt so fucking bad that I immediately went over to the merch pa- table and I bought a shirt. Yeah, yeah uh, dude, Like I, I knew it was going to be nuts for me that week because... When I walked out of that show, I had three shirts and like two CDs with me. I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be fucking nuts." I actually uh, uh, shout shouts out to the uh, the vocalist for Naysayer because uh, I thought oh, there's that's right. We yeah, saw fucking Naysayer. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, th- I, I especially want to shout out the vocalist from Naysayer because uh, they had some dope ass fucking shirts. Uh, they they were like gray shirts with their logo up in the the up up on the breast there. And as soon as I saw one, I'm like, dude, I'm like, yo, I got to fucking have one of those. He's like, oh, they're 15. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I only got 10. He's like, dude, what size are you? I'm like, oh, I'm an XL, but I'm sorry, man. I only have 10. He's like, no, dude, throw me your 10. So I threw him my 10. He just tossed me a shirt. I'm like, holy fuck, man. Thanks. He's like, no, dude, thanks for coming out and fucking supporting us. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. So like now I'm just now I'm just like, man, fucking naysayer. Go check them out because those guys are fucking dope. Yeah. And of course, I got my. Uh, I, I actually semi got what I was hoping for with leeway merch because I was hoping that they would have like black t-shirts with the old school uh, born to expire artwork. Mm. I sort of got my wish. They had like a like a light gray long sleeve with the old uh, born to expire art and down the left sleeve. There's just a bunch of leeway logos. I'm not a big fan of light gray shirts, but I was like, you know what? I fuck it yeah i've wanted an old style leeway shirt forever and i got one and of course i got iron price's chopping mall shirt which is tight as fuck <laughs> yeah man. it's such a sick i was shirt. so bummed it was one of those things where like i don't i because i'm not sure if they posted set times for thursday like they do with the rest of the fest i and, don't um, remember seeing them no. the way that the the way that the thing was lined up like iron price was the third on the right at the bottom so i figured it was going left to right so it's like yeah. we got a little bit of time plus like you know sam needed like, i was like dude we need to feed this boy like he just he's still recovering from the fucking travel and now i'm dragging his ass to a show <laughs> yeah um at the time at the time i was still very much like a like frustrated over my incredibly shitty experience in phoenix arizona it was insane, man. Like the fucking airport in Eugene, Oregon, great. The fucking airport in Baltimore, great. But Fantastic. Man, yeah, the the Balt. Yeah, Frank knows this too. The fucking airport in in Baltimore was dope, but man, fucking the Phoenix airport sucked so much. I got like I got delayed there for almost three hours. Yeah, I was supposed to get to Baltimore at like nine thirty p.m. and I got there instead at like ten forty five. We did not. We did not get back to Frank's place until like almost one o'clock in the morning. Yep. Mm. Actually, no, it was later. We got back at like two o'clock in the morning. It was late. Yeah, it was super late. <laughs> I introduced but, you to Wawa. Yeah, no, Frank. Uh, Frank, being the fucking sweet son of a bitch that he is, took me to. He's like, "You ever been to Wawa?" I'm like, "I don't know what that is. Is that like a fucking? Is that like a fucking porn star?" He's like, was, "He's like, no, dude. It's a fucking dope ass place that you can get sandwiches my exact, from." My exact phrase is like. It's mediocre, but it's open all the time. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't even think it was mediocre. I thought it was. I thought it was aight. I guess because we're we're just used to it. Like, well, see, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've only been here for like four and a half days, and I've already had like four Wawa sandwiches. So, no, but uh, yeah. So it was. Um, 
it was a bummer that we missed Iron Price. I was really, really wanting to see them. But you know what? I, I acquired multiple pieces of Iron Price merch over the last couple of days. So I like to think I'm more than made up for it. So shout out to the dudes from Iron Price. Sorry I missed you. Fucking I bought a shitload of your merch, though. Yeah. But let's uh, let's get to the to the fest fest, man. Oh, Friday. Friday. Friday, I missed the beginning uh, thanks to uh, to working with the lovely people that I work with on a daily basis. We were lost without you. Clearly. Mm-hmm. I know. But, uh, we were just fucking, we were wandering around like fucking children, just no idea what we were doing. <laughs> but uh, I missed the first three bands, but you boys were lucky enough to catch uh, some things Brigade. that I really wanted to fucking oh. see. Raw Brigade was, was yeah. so good. Awesome. Raw, Raw Brigade were one of the bands that, that I was very, very sad to not have CDs because I would have bought multiple. Same. Um yeah, they also didn't have any fucking merch in my size. Um, but one of the bands that I brought in because I was fucking hyped over them, and then I fucking missed their set and um, and was very snarky towards Frank when he told me that I missed their set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was a beautiful, just like, I was like, because I tried to, like, I remember um, last year when I was working, and you're like, dude, you're going to miss, like, I forget who the fuck it was, and it's like, I'm on my way. So I was like, let me try to get him, like, you know, I'll start. I was like, oh, you just missed Raw Brigade, and you're just like, I know, yeah, but comma, cause, thanks. Cause, well, yeah, see, but, here's yeah but Frank, di- that was just you being an asshole. The difference was me <laughs> trying to be like, yo, like, this is going to happen, like, hustle. And yours was, you missed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Frank, I that might be a bastard. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, Frank, that is are. why you're just a bad person. Uh, but <laughs> also, really fucking dope, dude. Shout out to Raw Brigade. Uh, they yeah, they were, were sick. They're really fucking cool. We're sorry we couldn't make it to the Sunday after yeah. show. Fucking, I, uh, yeah. I had work at Square Life. No, they, they even straight up asked us. It's like, you know, hey, you guys going to come over to the fucking uh, after show? And I, I felt genuinely bad when I when, when we had to talk. Oh, like, dude, like, dude, dude half, like, dude, half of us have to work in the morning and the other half of us are just like dead. It was 1.30 in the morning last night and I bought their most recent uh, LP. No and shit. It's like Bandcamp's like, do you want to send a message to them? I was like, dude, I'm, you guys were so cool. I'm so sorry we missed the after show. <laughs> uh, war- warmest regards from the pit. I was like, yeah, yeah. Love, safe travels. Those, they were cool. They remembered us. Like, one love. One love. <laughs> they put on a hell of a set. They did, man. They were fucking sick. Where did they come from? Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. God damn. It's like it's Bogota. like what I was saying earlier. Like even Joe Hardcore was saying, like, man, you, like some of you guys just don't realize how truly international this fest is. It's also it's amazing how lucky we are to have it. Like I, you know, like you traveled across the country, but I, like I did. We have it in our fucking backyard, yep. and we are so goddamn spoiled as, because of the work that Joe and Chris do. As a uh, Sam saw, I got a. Uh, a three minute, three to five minute walk to the train, and then I'm in the city. Yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like there was there was the uh, as we called them the uh, the DRI couple <laughs> uh, from but, uh, uh, they were from, from Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, was, no, they were talking. It's like, oh yeah, we came all the way from Buffalo. I'm like, god damn it, I came all the way from fucking Eugene from fucking Coos Bay, Oregon. Yeah, man. Um, no, it's uh, uh, but yeah. Before I don't want to, I don't want to go off on a fucking another rant. Oh no, man, so we, no, no, no. we we talked about shipwreck. Uh, we talked about true love, who was the first band that I caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, Fucking vain. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vain. You know, I'm I'm still kind of trying to process the vein set. I wasn't quite sure what to think of them. They're they're different. Uh, I, there's a reason they're getting the attention that they are right now. I I feel like Vane are one of those bands that I'm going to have to spend more time with. Yes, and especially it's, especially after experiencing pretty much every minute there is to experience of this is hardcore. Uh, like I feel like I'm gonna come back into this with another perspective. Like Phil Phil was even talking to me about this before we left uh, Electric Factory the other night. He's like, I think you're gonna start looking at some of the some of the stuff we bring in with a different perspective, and I gotta say, he's probably right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, well, and it's the same thing I said to Frank back in the day, because Frank, at first, was just like, he wasn't feeling hardcore at all. He mm -hmm. he specifically had, he cared 0% about breakdowns. He didn't get it. Yep. And I was like, Frank, man, you gotta come out, you gotta fucking see what it's about live. And, uh... I mean, and, yeah. See, see. Fortunately, fortunately for me, uh, I, I had already, I had already warmed up to it considerably before uh, the fest. Because, again, shout out to shout out to my buddy Costa V from Hatriot. Uh, he introduced me to, actually, he introduced me to one of the bands I to one of the bands I caught a couple songs from the other night, uh, Sworn Enemy. Yeah. And uh, you know, he introduced me to like Terror, and a couple other bands like that, like Madball shit yeah. like that. And I was like, you know. You know, at the time I was at the time I was like 27, 27 or so, and I was like, okay, because he he straight up described me. He's like, how can you not like this, dude? It's basically thrash metal without solos. Yeah. And then I listen. I actually listened to. I think it was Terror's Always the Hard Way that was really that really broke it through for me. And I was okay. like, yeah, and like, and I I own a hard copy of that. Actually, I bought a copy of One with the Underdogs yesterday. Yeah, which is a yeah. great fucking I, album. I couldn't too. fucking believe it. They had almost every Terror album at this one fucking booth for like oh. five bucks a piece. Yeah, Terror's uh, Terror's one of those bands that that's up there in the scene. I'm really really sad that they weren't there. There, there. When before they announced the lineup for this, when we were first talking about me coming, there were two bands in particular I was hoping for this year, and they were Terror and Power Trip. And sadly, I got neither. But you know what? Fuck. It's not yeah. like it's not like either band is never going to come yeah. again. Uh, that ignorant ass Easter I had. Yeah. Pretty sure Terror was there. It was like <laughs> it was Jesus. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Wait, like Jesus was there. Jesus piece. Oh. Yeah, he, I was gonna say he is resistant. I think Jesus Peace, Terror, uh, Knocked Loose was the okay. like headliner, and ah. Year of the Knife might have been there, but I don't think I didn't catch them. I like, I think I saw. I think didn't didn't near didn't Year of the Knife play this year? Mm -hmm. I yeah. I think I caught their set. I can't I can't remember. Got it. it like there, I'm not gonna lie. There are parts of it that are kind of a blur. Yeah, oh, of course. I but, mean, I don't remember because I know that's one where I really wanted to see them, but that lineup was so fucking stacked that day, and yeah. Year of the Knife plays here all the time, so I was like, yeah, uh, I you know, uh, but, um, to... absolutely. Obviously, the the vein set was fucking insanity as it always is. The yeah. crowd goes fucking nuts. I still remember the first time seeing them live, and they were an opener. And now usually, like, the opening band, like, there'll be some people moving, but, like... Oh, man, yeah, no. You're no, right, you're yeah, right. Right from the get-go, <laughs> fucking the whole crowd just starts fucking was going like, Holy up. shit, there's a whole bunch of people That's, that yeah, know Vane, about... Vane, Vane honestly had one of the biggest pits of the entire Vane, yeah. fest. Uh, Vane's smart, and Vane does it very old school. Uh, their whole fucking crew comes with them to a yep. lot of events. So that's why, like, and I think it got the attention because when, like, they only showed up about a year ago. Yeah. And uh, 
out of nowhere, you know, we go to these shows and there's a bunch of crazy motherfuckers in vein windbreakers who are just annihilating the pit. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. And it, it grabbed everyone's attention and they like, like fucking wildfire. Like it just, it, they're, they're huge now. Like they're, they're on path. Like they're getting comparisons to code orange. Like they're, they're on path to be like the next big thing. That's, that's gonna hit outside of the hardcore scene. Right. It, it's gonna draw in all kinds of fucking people. Um, and they deserve it. They have worked their asses off for it. Well, shit. I mean, fucking Code Orange scored a Grammy not too long ago. Am I correct? Yes. So they got, they got a fucking like letter from the uh, what the fuck the uh, the governor the gra- of of Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're right. No shit. Because they got a Grammy from. Oh, that's yeah. fucking so. Crazy. Like there was like they're nom- Well, they got a nomination, so it was like you know, you know for. Uh, representing Pennsylvania with distinction <laughs> and like, and I'm, just reading, like I'm like oh my god this is fucking dope like but, how does a hardcore band from Pittsburgh get a letter from the fucking well you know what maybe ask the dudes from Code Orange about it because I'm guessing they could tell you but uh not, we don't want to get stuck yes. on anything too oh, no, we're no, still no. on Friday right yeah, now yeah yeah, yeah. Um, incendiary oh, oh my god oh, I have man. never in my life seen someone stage dive onto the stage they had so <laughs> many people on the fucking stage that the vocalist climbed up on the, on a speaker and jumped on top of them i was like holy shit like that was uh that was something else i mean for vain to fo- like incendiary to follow vain and that That's be two of my order. favorite sets of the entire weekend yeah like, fuck that's uh yeah um and again incendiary was another one where it's like if you knew the album everything was fucking legible over the mastering their guitar tones were cutting through we've uh we've raved about them endlessly and um they have validated it Mm -hmm. uh once again my my experience with incendiary is not nearly as thorough as your guys so once um once they came on stage i kind of I expected just to just at the end of their set just be like you know oh, that, that was pretty cool I, like I remember oh yeah Phil talked about them but instead at the end of it I was like holy fucking shit man like I think I turned to Phil straight away I'm like we gotta go see if we can find any physicals from this dude these dudes right now because I remember you you brought in the the most recent incendiary full length i believe was it for brutal bruise or was it just a bring in um i know i think both mike and i had them in our top 10 yeah um, we've done a lot of talking about that yeah. album yeah so not not to get bogged down in that but uh i became a believer after i saw their set i was like fuck i gotta go check out and see if i can find any we go to their label table they haven't got a single fucking cd left and i don't want any goddamn vinyls because i don't own a goddamn record player <laughs> so i'm sitting there i'm just like you guys don't have a single one she's like and the, the gal at the merch table was like oh no i don't think we're gonna get any restocks either i'm like god damn it this is bullshit <laughs> and like i even told like phil and the rest of the guys i'm like yo if you guys see any fucking incendiary cds at any merch table for the rest of the fest let me know i will buy them and we did not see a single I, fucking one. I looked the entire fucking weekend. Could have sworn that was the first thing you showed me when we went over to like the Bridge Nine of the Death. You were like, hey, look at this. And I was like, I got it already. But the next time we went back, it was gone. 
No, it was a it was a vinyl I showed you. It was it a vinyl? It was a vinyl. Oh, and, shit. and everyone okay. knows, everyone knows that I'm like Yeah, I'm, you're not trying to do that. No, I'm 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 the C, well, I'm the CD guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frank's the yeah. tape guy, Phil's yeah. the vinyl guy and you're the what, mostly, whatever you're, works. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a you're a jack of all trades man. Yeah. Cuz I could I convinced you to buy Carcass's Necroticism album for like 8 bucks. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, dude. Well, that's buy one thing it. with with I mean, I feel like every, you know, CDs work for everybody. Um, so it's it's one of this like no matter what your main collection is, it's yeah. like yeah, I'll buy that CD. Fuck it. Well, yeah, I mean, I think everyone can see the the pragmatic approach. It's like oh, I can listen to this in the car on the way to work, or I can yeah, I, I can rip this to my computer and put it on my phone, you know. But uh, yeah, no, not to get too bogged down in that. I was very, very impressed by Incendiary Set. I think it, like, I'm sorry it took me so long to become a believer in what they do. But it's okay because better late than never. In a way, it's almost better that it happened with the live set. You know, I I, I ended up thinking that a couple of times throughout the course um, of this weekend. But anyway, uh, after them was ten yard fight. We hung out outside for a little bit of it. Uh, you know, as much as. Um, like, I, you know, I'm not a diehard fan, but I listened to them a lot growing up. And it was cool hearing some of their shit, but uh, we were also dead. <laughs> so uh, we called it in at that point, got up the next morning, yeah. hit up uh, hit up one of my favorite spots in Philly, 2nd District Brewing. If Ugh. you're ever in Philly, make sure you get your ass over there. Juan, Tri- dog, that food was delicious. Yeah. Uh, Try some was, of their fucking... Yeah, shout, shout, shouts out to Juan, man. Those fucking, those fucking curly fries were dope. Yo, um, fucking stop in Second District. Uh, try out some of their fucking beers because they're amazing. <sighs> I was so sad I missed that. And uh, tell my boy Juan hi. And if you're a vegan, they have dope ass fucking vegan food. Thanks. Actually, so. I, actually, I think even the curly fries were vegan. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting there like, oh well, like oh well, I'm eating a vegan dish, but it's still delicious. <laughs> but, no, uh, no. But seriously, get in there. And like, oh, what's dude, that? I'm not a barbecue sauce guy, but that shit was stupid. No, dude, the barbecue sauce that I got with my curly fries. Yeah, that mm. was on my sandwich. Yeah, Juan Girl. is uh, Juan is a hidden culinary gem. In Philly. <laughs> it really is over there. Yeah, Juan, thanks for the fucking food, dude. You fucking rock, man. But anyway, uh, so Saturday we got there a little bit late, uh, partly because of that. Yeah, we got there at the tail end of Invoke set. Yeah, uh, we we missed that. Yeah, but. With oh. enough time to catch Departed. I fucking missed it. Yeah, Depart- Departed <sighs> were so. Departed were fucking sick. Um, yeah, I was super amped for you to see them, because they're, they're one of my favorites in the scene right now. Um, and they- Joe Stanley, as always, just... Just unfucking believable. The grimmest front man in hardcore. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> oh my That's God. It, like, if there is... I'll still say, if there's ever one word to describe uh, Departed, that's tough. Okay, like, <laughs> was was he the one who had the uh, like the the Megla robe on? Yeah, yeah. He just threw it off, and he had the fucking shades on. He <laughs> just kicked right into it. Yeah, it was like, oh shit, and like, oh shit, are they gonna do like an exercises and futility cover set? And it's like, nope. Yeah, um, fucking Departed. If you haven't checked them out, find any way that you can. Uh, it's a little tough to find some of their stuff online, but. They're they're easily one of the most overlooked and probably one of the best bands in hardcore right now. Um, I definitely at the end of their set, I definitely was thinking maybe I should stop sleeping on these guys. <laughs> and this was one of those times where the lineup got too fucking stacked. So we hung out for uh, both Numb and Candy. 
Uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Year of the Knife, phenomenal fucking band. But uh, we just, at that point, like... We needed food, yeah, water. We, we needed things. Cupcakes. We needed to... Yeah, exactly. Uh, hardcore cupcakes, phenomenal. But... Uh, no, really, they're... Uh their sworn lemony cupcake. Yeah, Sick. They didn't have forks. I ate that like an animal. No, there. I, I bought like three cupcakes there over the course of the weekend, and I think I only had a fork for two of them. And there were the other one, I just, <laughs> I think, I think I was there with Frank. I just pulled it out of the fucking cup. I was just like, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just ate that shit like the fucking degenerate Osmos, animal that I am. The cupcake. Os, Osmo absorb the cupcake. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but the the next. Uh, the next band that we seriously got in there for uh, was Shattered Realm. Yeah. Uh, fronted by Joe Hardcore this time around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Who was absolutely fucking awesome. And, um, you know, of course, just always shedding his wisdom on the scene uh, during their set. So, like, it's cool that you want to see Shattered Realm. Maybe not the most active pit, but maybe the most dangerous pit. Oh, God, yeah. Um,. He's like, but, you know, the end of the day, like, this is something from the past. Uh, he's like, you know, w- what you need to be doing is supporting the younger bands. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's cool that you want to hear this. We're, we're amped to play it. But, yeah. like, support the guys who need it. Uh, yeah. So that was really fucking cool. God knows I did a lot of supporting this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that, there's uh, they, they brought back the, uh, the dinner break this year, which, pro tip, if you go to the fest, don't try to get dinner during dinner break. No. <laughs> you I, will stand in a super long line. You will be eating during the next set. Right. Uh, I, I think we waited until the uh, – the. I, I think we went during, like, the set before dinner break to eat, didn't we? I on think Saturday, was, I ate afterwards. Yeah, I think we did afterwards on Saturday. I think okay. it was Sunday when okay. we went before. All right. Um, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, we uh, – um, for the love of, we didn't quite get in for, but, uh, and I apologize. I, I you know, they're a band that I really, I need to check out more, but again, it gets tough when the lineup is this stacked. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't catch a single song of that, so I can't say, but, uh, knocked loose as we mentioned earlier, oh, man. Yeah. Wasn't missing that. Yeah. I, you know, again, I mean, I, I'm not really feeling knock loose's music, but man, <clears throat> Shouts out to those dudes for their set because their set was just so energetic. Yeah, no, they fucking kill it. And and as Mike mentioned earlier, and I hope it's the case. I hope there's some point in the future where like maybe with the next release, it just fucking hooks me more. Yeah, it's like I said, I want to like them. Like you yeah, know, absolutely. There's there's nothing specifically where I'm like, I don't like that about them. That's why I don't push the issue, but I mean, it's like on paper, it seems like this should be you and me sitting there. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I'll keep, uh, you know, next fucking release, I'll be checking that shit out. Yeah, who knows? After them, I think uh, certainly one of the biggest moments in the weekend for Sam was Marauder. Fucking Marauder. Now, okay, again, Shouts out to Costa V for introducing me to Marauder because, <clears throat> uh, God damn it. Hold on just a second. God damn it. I can't stop drinking water and I have to piss. It really sucks. Um, <laughs> I know it fucking sucks. Okay. I'll, I'll be totally honest. There've been like, <clears throat> there've been like seven or eight moments during like clips in the beginning of the show where I've had to piss and I've just gone and pissed during the clips and you guys have never even known I was gone. Uh. 
I'm just sad that you're missing out on things. No, I <laughs> I always go back and listen to them. That's fair. So, um, yeah, uh, Marauder were a big moment for me, and certainly one of two moments during This Is Hardcore where I practically threw my fucking neck out. Uh, they only, you know, sadly, Marauder only played about a six-song set, but on the plus side, three of them were from my album of choice of theirs, uh, Master Killer, the debut, which... Good luck finding a fucking copy of that anywhere. I mean, you'll you'll have to fucking knife somebody for it. No shit. So they they played uh, they played the two I wanted to hear the most, which were uh, Master Killer and um, oh fuck, I just slipped my fucking mind. Oh Jesus Christ, I can't remember it. But uh, yeah, as soon as they launched into the title track off of uh, Master Killer, I just. L- Phil Phil saw me. I just lost my fucking yeah, mind. I was right up there with you. And man, that was the first time. That was the first time I saw it happen. But the pit got so fucking amped and so fucking huge that it just like it almost it actually shook the barrier back because I was standing it, behind the barrier. It's it's a shame. Uh, so like I, I I really appreciate what they do with the barrier and I appreciate why it's there. But um, you know that just started a couple years ago and there's something that I really miss about that entire floor being the pit it was uh it was insanity you would you would walk in and it would literally just open up into this huge rectangle it was uh it was insane i i wish that was still a thing because marauders pit probably would have been even more fucking insane yeah i i will i will go on record as saying marauder had probably one of the most lethal pits of the fest i i don't doubt that i'd it, say like uh, i i got a front row view and man it was like a fucking war zone i mean between the front man and the riffs i was thoroughly impressed no like i i'm i'm telling everyone right now if you have not heard marauder by the way it, it's spelled a m-e-r-a-u-d-e-r if you have not heard marauder's master killer album and you want to hear like one of the most perfect blends of thrash metal and hardcore you'll ever hear absolutely go look that album up on youtube because it will fuck you up the riffs on that oh the the riffs on that album oh wait uh downfall of christ downfall of christ was the other song and uh, actually i remember now um life is pain life is pain is the other song on gotcha. that album so like if those songs alone aren't enough to fucking convince you just go li- just like go listen to Marauder's Master Killer album. It'll beat you over the fucking head till you die. <laughs> so, uh got to keep it moving unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh after Marauder, we need a break was necessary. Yes, uh, absolutely. So we didn't get Charvis, sorry. Uh but All Out War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all Out That war. is always a fucking shit you, show. You want to talk about Oh, it, it's here's the thing about an All Out War pit. It's not even really a pit. It's just people beating each other. Yeah. I, just, I remember seeing <laughs> last year, and I saw the same girl there this year. There's this girl, keeps her hair in braids, and she just starts fucking beating on people. I saw <laughs> I saw that chick. And I'm just like, God. It's, it's so violent. Like, I remember hearing, I remember, uh, I, I if think. It's Becky by chance. I remember. I have, uh, no, I have no fucking clue, dude. She's she's been around the scene forever. Yeah. Uh, pit monster. <laughs> but um, I I remember. I think it was Chris X once joking that in order to buy All Out War merch, you should have to make it through their pit. <laughs> um, phenomenal. If you're not familiar, there's a reason that everyone refers to them as being Slayer Core. 
uh, it's, because the yeah. fucking riffs. I remember you telling me, you're like, how the fuck are you not listening to them? And yeah, and I went and listened to them. I was like, this is literally just like breakdowns with Slayer riffs in between, and it's fan fucking tastic. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was about, I was about to say, I thought you were going to say something derogatory, and if you had, I would have been like, how is that not great though? It's amazing. I know it's amazing, Frank. Yeah. I heard it. All Out War is the shit. Yes, they um, are. None of us, I think, are 18 Visions fans. No, no but uh, some people like glam hardcore, so. They uh, look, man. Uh, for for what they do, they sounded fine. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if but that's I, your thing. But uh, I don't think any of us, like, exactly felt bad about sitting outside during their set, no. though. But if that's your thing, um, they, they sounded... They sounded good for what they are, so yeah. if you're debating on going to see yeah. them again, I, I guess go see them. Hey, man, yeah, you're I think right. they have new material coming out. I think I heard them say that. I don't care. Nope. Um, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like I'm going to be rushing to the fucking music store opening yeah. day to pick that shit up. So. Uh, and again, one king down, um, I'm not even really all that familiar with. Um, I think I was outside during most of this. Yeah, we we bounced pretty much after like a song or two into their set, if mm-hmm. even. Um, yeah, because it was Saturday was rough. Uh, Saturday was, was definitely the roughest day. It was it. Well, it was also you know on top of everything, it was your first time dealing with one of the long days that this is hardcore. Which like if you're not <laughs> used to. Like yeah, it, like no fucking joke. It, it takes you have to experience it a couple times before you know how to fucking handle it. Mm-hmm. It's it's no fucking joke being at a fucking hardcore show for twelve fucking hours. <laughs> yeah, and believe me, I I found that out for myself very very quickly. Yeah, man. Even if you're not getting in the pit, it's it's brutal. Yeah, and I I did not do any pitting while I was there because I just I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to have like the the auto the audio experience that's fair man i just i wanted to take in all these bands i wanted to really pay attention i wanted to try i wanted to try and catch stuff that's fair uh and and i mean you did go hard for marauder (laughs) i lost there was only one band that i went harder for than marauder and we're about to talk about yeah we'll get to that real soon Mm -hmm. um so sunday we tried our damnedest to get there. Uh, we really did. We, we did. We literally walked in at the tail end of Vamakara's set. Yeah. Which I'm very sad about. I, from what I heard outside, they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will. Uh, yeah, I, think, I will. I, think, I, would, I think we only caught like one song total yeah. from the outside. It was, it was seriously like we heard them outside, and as soon as my ticket got stamped, they yeah. were like. They switched no, over to the I, other music. I, th- I think I caught like the. I think I caught like two thirds of their last track because yeah. I, I I got I got in before you guys did because yeah like I think dude like some some weird arbitrary reason like yeah, I, yeah. I was able to get right in and you guys had to go to the fucking box office which is mm-hmm. bullshit. Ticketmaster was being stupid. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah fuck Ticketmaster. But uh, either way, we made it in plenty of time to catch three knee deep, which yeah. were uh, baller. They uh, were fucking sick. Uh, from the pit bring in from a couple months ago yeah um, maybe longer yeah so i was really amped to see them on the lineup and they lived up to expectations absolutely yeah um, i was i was mostly unfamiliar with uh three knee deep up until i th- was it phil was it you who brought him in yeah okay so uh again another one of those bands like incendiary that i vaguely recall just being like you oh, know this is pretty pretty cool but then as soon as i saw the set damn yeah ignorant 
as fuck. It was fucking ignorant, dude. Uh, and that was that was at fucking 12:35 on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, uh, we they had just gotten started. Uh as as um as we talked about earlier, Mind Force uh fucking really incredible. really betrayed my expectations. I was like, "Oh, all right. Go and listen to a little bit of traditional hardcore kind of just Whatever, I might like it. Well, see, I I was actually I was uh, the one who was like a little more amped than the rest of us for Mind Force because uh, again, I think I mentioned early in the episode uh, our our boy Matt. Yeah, he uh, kind of gave you an idea well, of what was happening. Well, yeah, because he told me he's like he's like, hey man, I know you really fucking enjoyed Marauder set last night, so I think if you enjoy Marauder, you're really gonna dig what these guys bring to the table. And I was uh, like, oh shit, like a more like a more thrashy traditional style hardcore band, and you know what, Matt. If you're listening to this dude, you are fucking right. Huge, yeah. huge shout out to uh, to my boy Matt Atonic. He uh, he he works on uh, Hardcore Kids Corner and the Brutal Babble podcast. Yes, um, uh, have 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 me on your metal podcast, please. Um, I don't know what's going on with with Babble right now, but I know <laughs> yeah, uh, he's yeah. he's get, he got some interviews this weekend, and there's Sick. some episodes. They're 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 working on bringing back hardcore kids corner. So keep an eye out on that. It's a great fucking show. Yeah. 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 Um, no, Matt, Matt's a fucking stand up dude. He, uh, mm-hmm. he helped like he was, he was, he was as instrumental in guiding me through this weekend as you guys were. Like yeah. he, he, uh, he, he, he kept checking on me the whole time. Like you guys did. It's like, you know, Hey man, you're enjoying the fest, right? Like, you know, Hey, can I, it's like, you know, Hey, can I help you like find any of like the food or the merch tables? Like, Hey, just like, if you need help, let me know. It's there a fucking fly buzzing around me. God damn it. Is that what that oh, is? Oh no, it's no, no. It's the, it's the, the buzz in my headphones. I seriously thought it was a fucking yeah, fly. Um, God damn it. So anyway, to keep it moving, um, sanction again, sorry, we didn't catch you. Yeah, uh, we sorry, had guys. some, we had, we had to, it was the last day to load up on merch. And, yeah. Uh, Which load up we did. Yeah. <laughs> I, in the course of about 10 minutes, spent like $120. Oh, dude. Um, oh, dude. Yeah. I, I spent like, ju- I think I spent just over $200 this weekend in total. Yeah. Which is which um, is actually admirable considering the sheer amount of shit that I got. Check out our fucking Instagram if you want to see the fucking yeah. merch hauls. I, I, I will. All the whole I will. Pics. Yeah, I was gonna say I will try to get. I will try to get Mike uh, photos of all my merch as soon as possible. Yeah. He, uh, Mike runs the Instagram, and I will. Um, I, I will do that because I got. I think you guys would all admit that I got a pretty respectable haul. Fuck yeah, I, man. Everybody did even Frank. I, I mean, my fucking wardrobe is doubled in size thanks to this fucking festival. <laughs> so, uh, sh- again, shout outs to all the fucking merch tables. You guys fucking rock. Especially the chick. Uh, the chick fast Break. The chick at Fast yeah, Break yeah. who, like, because I'd already bought a Wisdom and Chains Class War album. And uh, I was like, you know, yeah, like, yo, this is dope. But uh, I went back because I wanted to pick up the new one. But I also noticed that they had the Iron Price Descent split. Yeah. And I was like, you know, oh, how much are uh, both of these? And she's like, you know what? I'll tell you what. Just throw me 10 bucks, and I will give you the Wisdom and Chains album and the Iron Price Descent split for 10 bucks. Damn, dude. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, I even told her straight up. I'm like, you know you're a fucking hero, right? And she's like, she just laughed. She's like, you know, hey, go ahead. Enjoy the fucking festival. Fast Break is the shit. Yeah. The, um, I, I gladly, they, they threw me a couple of their stickers, and I will gladly be throwing them on my guitar case. Yeah, fast Break is the shit. Um, anyway, to keep it moving, after our, uh, our little merch haul there and uh, throwing a fuckload of things into what is usually my field tech bag um we got in there to see queensway yeah they were sick yeah they um, were 
phenomenal, even better than last year. Also, shout out to home dude, homeboy for losing like fucking eighty pounds last year. And he this year, great. Yeah, the, man. Queen, Queensway were another surprise band for me because I was totally unfamiliar with them before I went in. But man, I was after their set. I was I was impressed. I always yeah. categorize them in my brain sort of as a iron pricey sort of band i mean they're fucking heavy yeah fucking heavy straightforward no no real melodic sensibilities just straightforward aggression and hardcore which i mean of course being like that the 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 death metal dude of the group which would explain why i really enjoy bands like iron price and mind force because that more straightforward fucking ball busting pummeling pummeling approach that's what i like yeah but, coming uh, from the guy who listens to fucking unleashed every fucking day you know queensway uh, properly repping baltimore hardcore yeah. which if you're not familiar baltimore is on path to be the next philly so pay attention to what's going on down there i definitely will be if bands like fucking queensway are any indicator um so Sworn Enemy and Agents of Man. Uh, I feel really bad that I only caught like a song or two of Sworn Enemy, but man, I was so I was in, my feet were in so much fucking it's, pain. It's the last day of the fest, but we we stayed right the fuck outside of the doors during both of those sets. Yeah, their set was sick. Um, uh, me and oh yeah, for uh, yeah, for you guys Enemy. went in for a bit of uh, Agents of Man. Agents of Man. Yeah, yeah. I ca- also sounded fucking dope. Yeah, I, I caught I caught like. Uh, the last half of Agents of Man set, they were, yeah, Phil, they were fucking sick, dude. Yeah, I mean, I could hear it. I, I, I wish I had got my dumbass up to go in and see uh, it. You but know, you know, I, I can, in, I, dude, come on, man, it's not like they're never gonna play again. I was, I guarantee you, they will play again. I was also conserving for the next band. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Lionheart, who I've talked about before on the show. I was super fucking amped for. Second time on the East Coast in like fucking ten years. Wow! And um, they were another CD quality band. Like their tones were cut and through. Yeah. And I just happened to be there for them because I remember, like, I for some reason I heard like grumblings about it's like, oh, maybe you won't care for them, Sam. But then I went and saw them. I'm like, what are you talking Dude, about, Swaggerheart, man? They like they, <laughs> they yeah, no, Swaggerheart. Actually, I would say is perfect, but no, dude, fucking, uh, fucking Lionheart were sick, making yeah. hardcore look good, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and we'll also like seriously, uh, you know, I I don't understand the weird polarization about them. That, um, you know, you, and after, you, and I mean, for the people that like like E Town, yeah. where's the where's the Lost I, don't get it at all. I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, I don't get it at See, all. No, would, they they should be they should share a fan base. Right. And and you know after seeing their set for myself and as somebody who is and who was at the time entirely new and still mostly is entirely new to Lionheart and is very new to hardcore in general, I honestly can't say I see what the what the deal is either. Like I mean they they sounded like a pretty straightforward ball busting hardcore band yeah like um, what like what exactly is the controversy here i don't know i love lionheart i took a, a pretty a pretty nice blow to the head during their set um well, that's the that's just so a mark was, that's just the mark of a true pit yeah warrior. so there was there was a little less of the the getting in the actual pit part of the pit than i wanted because i was a bit lightheaded but i stayed the fuck up there because that's what you do hey nobody's nobody's gonna give you any shit man um but I did have to. Uh, I did have to duck out of the pit for a while after that. Uh, <laughs> Nobody blames you. After that was Jesus Peace, and if yeah. you're already a bit fucking shook, Jesus Peace is not the band to stay in the pit for. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, Jesus Peace. On. 
fucking believable. They were fucking insane. I actually, I was, uh, I went in looking forward to Jesus Peace, as I told you guys. I yeah. was, I was actually a little bit familiar with them, and motherfucker, they did not disappoint. <laughs> Holy shit, they did not. Disappoint. I, I was the literally the only thing I was disappointed with was that they didn't introduce the set with the classic. Jesus peace, you fake motherfuckers. Me too. The, the last, I was like, come on. The last time I saw them, they did the same intro. Yeah. They do the, the, the we were from Philly intro. Yeah, I mean, that's cool too, but he still could have thrown in the line. Yeah. But regardless. Uh, Jesus peace, you fake motherfuckers. Jesus peace is fucking great. I, I don't know how many more times or how many different ways we can say it. If you're not fucking paying attention, you're you're a jackass at this point. <laughs> uh if so you, that's how I feel about Iron Price, dude. Like I, I I'm, in, I'm incredulous towards people who don't pay attention. They're, to them. They'll, they'll, they're on their way. They'll, um, they're on their way. Uh, but well, I'm sure as shit gonna be repping my fucking chopping mall shirt throughout and then, uh, Oregon. After Jesus Peace was fucking twitching tongues, you heard them earlier. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing more to say. No. Yeah, they were just uh, fucking sick. Which was a great way to to finish out the first half of the day. Before the uh, the dinner break, and again, yeah, dinner break are getting pretty big. This I, I, ho- I hope they I, make it. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew it would fuck you. But this is this is like for me personally, and I think for a lot of us, uh, Sunday may have been the most stacked out of the yes. fucking days. It, it was definitely the day that I spent the most time, like right there up against the guardrail. Yeah, uh, because we came back in. And immediately, immediately, this, uh, Sam, I'll let you take it. Now this, this was the moment of the festival that I was undoubtedly the most excited about, but also at the same time, the most apprehensive because, uh, this, um, this is a continuation of a band that, as I mentioned on the show before, and also even on a on a Crypt episode, uh, uh, patreon.com slash fthepit. Go download it and listen to it now. Um, give us all your money because we need it more than you do. Uh, this, <laughs> this, um, yeah, we all broke now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm close to being broke, and if I have to get a fucking hotel when I go back to Eugene, I'm going to be even more fucking broke. Um like I said, this is a continuation a continuation of a band that is extremely near and dear to my heart and has influenced me as a musician for several years now, and that was Carnivore AD. Now, I bought more Carnivore merch than any other fucking band. Like the the, the close second would be Wisdom and Chains. I bought two other albums, but I bought a carn I would have bought two Carnivore shirts. But the, the other one of theirs that I wanted was, like, literally, the dude told me, he's like, the, the only size I no longer have is XL. He's like, I got larges and 2XLs. I'm like, man, 2XLs are, like, tense on me. <laughs> but I bought, a, I bought a Carnivore shirt. I bought two Carnivore stickers. And it was great because, like, official Carnivore merch is all, has, for years now, been almost impossible to come by. It's all been bootlegged. But, man... Of course, uh, Carnivore, uh, their their former frontman, and uh, of course the originator of Typo Negative, Peter Steele, died in two thousand and four. Very, very tragic. Uh, the fact that I never got to see any of the Carnivore material performed with Peter Steele was tragic, absolutely tragic. Uh, and also, we should not mention, we should not uh, forget the fact that uh, their former guitar player Keith Alexander also died in the late nineties. Say two thousand four. 
I think it was 2000. No, it was after, no, it was after 2007. Okay, well, fucking whenever. 2010. Okay, whatever. Um, Still, I was gonna okay. say I was I was out of high school. Like, yeah, okay, we got it. But uh, so yeah, like so 2010, absolutely fucking tragic. And mm-hmm. the so, you know what the the new guy I forget what his name is, uh, but you know they had the the retaliation guitar player and drummer for Carnivore were still in the lineup, but man. They fucking got it. They ripped through that fucking set. That pit got so fucking aggressive and so fucking ignorant. I, I watched Joe Hardcore uh, dragging Todd from yeah. Dysphoria across the floor on his back. I saw yep. that. <laughs> I saw that because I I went on. I went back into the. I went back into the room because I straight up told him like. I love you guys, but I'm not missing a. F- I'm not chancing missing a fucking second now, of any of this. It's funny because Mike and I were waiting at the back to drop off the shitloads of merch in my bag. Yeah, and uh, as you know, they started, and we could hear it very clearly from where we were. But uh, I turned to Mike and I was like, "Yo, they bring a lot of crazy reunions and insane things to this fest, but this is by far one of the fucking craziest." Yeah, uh, I cannot even begin to tell you how ballistic that pit went like people in that pit got so fucking excited now okay there's one caveat to this and only one caveat that i'm still right now absolutely devastated about they did not play any songs from the debut album i was really hoping for the song carnivore i was hoping for legion of doom you know what (laughs) i mean uh i mean they could have gone the whole hog and played like male supremacy or like fucking thermonuclear warrior but you know they you know they they played a a whole bunch of stuff off of retaliation which is fine i prefer the self-titled but retaliation is a fucking incredible album too but man as soon as they launched into race war like i fucking screamed my head off yeah, I, and then I, I I walked outside and I, I even told Phil I'm like I'm not gonna be able to use my voice too well for the rest of the night, Phil. <laughs> and like, I just I I to to finish this off, I gotta say, I never in my life before about a year or so ago, before, when the reunion actually happened, that I would ever be able to say that I could cross Carnivore of all bands off my list, and for the most part, I did. And I mean, I know it sucks that Peter Steele is not around to do these songs, but you know what? I got to take what I can get. And the fact that they're they're just going out and all they're doing is just paying tribute to Peter Steele and Keith Alexander. And I'm telling you, man, if you want to go back and if you want to revisit the Carnivore days, the best possible chance you're going to get is through Carnivore AD. They are a fu- it is a fucking dope show. I could not recommend it enough. It was, I screamed my fucking head off and I was hoarse until the end of the night. I still remember like, it was like towards the end of the night, we're just kind of sitting there. We're all like tired. I remember looking at you like, we fucking listened to Carnivore today. We did. Like, and I just, I just looked at you and was like, we listened to fucking Carnivore today, dude. Like, of all things to happen. Also, the fact that their guitar player came out in like full on uh, Vietnam era military regale with a fucking helmet on. Like yeah, like a yeah, World War Two era po- like U.S. pot helmet on, like that was so fucking like the 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 attention to detail with like the way Carnivore used to play their shows. It was just it was big. It was offensive. It was it was raunchy. It was raucous. It was everything that Carnivore was and should be 
fuck your sensibilities, fuck your eardrums, and fuck you too. Carnivore are the shit. They will always be the shit. Go out and find their albums. Stab somebody for them if you gotta. Fucking A. Oh um, my god. But we have been going a long fucking time. I am so fucking sorry. You're good. But we need to keep moving. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. Woo. Can't get that album what out of my car. Another, another another band I was looking forward to. Yeah, they played um, some new songs. They played some old songs, but like you, it was a nice it was a nice eclectic mix. Yeah, I, I think uh, for me, honestly, I think that was a record number of stage dives uh, <laughs> in one set. What what did you make? Like three, four? Oh, oh God, no! I it, it, was, like it was I was I was oh shit probably close to the double digits if not in yeah i was uh, i was kind of buried towards the back so i don't think i i think i only saw a couple of them that's okay when the uh when sunny releases the videos you'll see my ass up there man um, the one of the only regrets i have is not getting up and like attempting to stage dive during carnivore but then again no one wants to catch my big ass oh dude people bigger than you stage dive at the fest you'll be you, you, next time around next time if you know what, if carnivore plays the next time around i'll absolutely do it but uh you know look i've i've ranted about wisdom a million fucking times yeah, so if you haven't still. checked out nothing in nature respects weakness yet you're already fucking up i, I, fuck, I fucking bought it myself after they're set i'm like i'm a believer man there is still there's a certain like feeling like hearing like hearing and seeing wisdom play land uh, land of kings live is like oh yeah uh, oh that dude, is always every time it's just there's like a certain feeling and it's I like, walk out of their sets with such an immense sense of pride and community the, you know what i mean gave you, wisdom gave you a sense sets of pride? are yeah. uh are fucking magical they they really fucking are there there's something insane to uh to everything that they do and i i love them and a uh, so much. And a final personal nod to uh, Wisdom and Chains for their merch design, which Mike happens to be wearing right now. It is a baby blue. It's a beautiful shirt. It is a ba- <laughs> it is a baby blue shirt with their kind of a dot style logo of theirs, and on the back it says "Nothing in Nature Respects Weakness" yeah. in white print. It is like Maybe it is my favorite shirt this year of the fest. I think uh, God. I, I grab the the tank top. That just has the fucking lion with the bloody mouth that also says nothing Actually, in nature respects me. I, I think, you know what? I, I don't care how typical this sounds, but I think my fa- my two favorite pieces of merch that I bought this year are my Cro-Mag shirt, my, um, my Age of Coral shirt that yeah. just says uh, overpower, over, overcome on the back. Mm-hmm. And another one that, uh, like, I told Phil about it. I spent like two and a half days looking at this thing before I finally bought it. It is an old school enamel Slayer pin with just the Slaytanic Wehrmacht mascot. It's just his face, not even a logo. And I, I told Phil, I'm like, I'm going to buy that at some point. I just got to decide when. That was when I was <laughs> like, do it. And yeah, <laughs> he went and bought it. He's, and he's like, Sam, would you just fucking go buy it already? And then on the last, the I think like two hours before the, the, the end of the fest on Sunday, I just went over. I'm like... God damn it, I'll take it. And I do not regret it. But uh, post-Wisdom, I was uh, a broken mess for a little bit. We were broken yeah. people. Sadly, uh, Miss District 9, who I was really looking forward to. We, uh, we, heard, a fair amount of, we heard a fair amount of them, didn't we? No, we, we were over at the tables, oh, man. Oh, no, that's right. We heard a little bit more of uh, a couple tracks from Archangel outside. Oh, yeah, that, we eventually yeah. wandered over. Um, yeah. And then to, yeah, yeah, to right. finish out the weekend was E-Town Concrete, which... Yeah deserves it absolutely deserved to be a headliner it sounded yes. great um, um if like a lot of people are familiar with their recorded material 
it sounds so good live. Seriously. Uh, when they did so many nights, like it was just that's the, that's one of those things, especially because of their hip hop element. Um, it's just so much better live because it's a, it's a full band playing fucking like jazz licks. Uh, and then launching into hardcore, it, it's really they're they're unbelievably impressive. Yeah, that was uh that w- I remember I I felt I felt kind of bad actually being as exhausted and broken as I was at that point because like my feet felt like there were rail spikes sticking through. Them. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I'm, I'm I'm sitting outside fucking slav squatting with the rest of the boys, and I'm just sitting there like God, these sound like they would be playing just the dopest hardcore, and then all of a sudden just launch into these like jazz blues licks. With clean vocals, and I'm like, yeah, what dude, the just, fuck? I'm dude, like, this, this is some fucking eclectic rapping shit. Rapping his ass off. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, this is some eclectic-ass shit. Like, if you think you're too good for E-Town, go back. Because, like, they, they were fucking I, awesome. I do not think I'm too good. I highly respect E-Town. It's just, it's, for whatever reason, it's just, that, it's No, not that's fair. That's like, fair. They're, they're like, like, I have, I have... A huge amount of respect for them. Like, that's perfectly fine. I, I don't like that's fine. Uh, I, I, it's I, more the people who just like snub their nose at it. And I'm no. Like, well, it's like it's like people who uh, it's like people who th- snub their noses at power metal, man. I'm like, you're honestly gonna sit there and tell me that fucking Iced Earth's horror show is not a fucking dope ass album? But uh, Frank Frank looked like he just jizzed a little bit. Oh. E Town was uh, was really honestly one of the most perfect ways to end the weekend i i genuinely feel kind of bad that i did not feel up to catching some of their set because i honestly i honestly if i had been i would have walked in and caught at least a couple of their songs i went in for for a bit of it but you know yeah, it's also a long ass set yeah um, yeah they played for like a couple hours didn't they they, I think, because, um, I mean, we left before they finished. Yeah, that's uh, true. But when we left, they had already been going for at least 45 minutes. And uh, was, an hour oh, at least. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, and there min- was minimum of 45 minutes. There was no sign of them stopping anytime soon. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, that was our fucking fest experience. I hope you guys enjoyed a fucking two-plus-hour episode. Seriously. Jesus. I hope you enjoyed experiencing this as hardcore vicariously through four Four idiots and uh, this is the most we've ever really gone into detail of day to day, and uh, it's because all of us were there. And I, I want like, look, man, if you if you have the opportunity, come out next year because there's nothing in the world like this is hardcore. And you know what? I just um, I would like to add a final personal note if you guys are okay with it. Yes. Um, I learned a lot of things uh, over the past couple days, namely that. The scene in Philadelphia, like especially the hardcore scene, is full of some of like just the fucking coolest, most laid back, most accepting people that I think I've ever met. And I said this multiple times to Phil and the rest of the guys throughout this this festival. There are music scenes all over the country who could take a lot of lessons from Philly. And I stand by that statement to this day. And I, I will f- probably for the rest of my life. And I honestly cannot fucking thank you guys enough for making this happen because I sure as shit would not have been able to pull this off on my own. Bro, it's like the only fucking reason I'm out here is because of the fucking dudes in this room with me. I look, it's uh, it's something we all seriously fucking wanted. I, it wouldn't have been the same weekend without you, man. And, and um, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like I felt last year when you guys were talking about this as hardcore. I was just sitting back the whole time, like, 
I wasn't able to say a word because I'm like, I wasn't able to experience with this, you with this, with you guys, but man, now this year I've probably talked the most besides Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man, uh, but man, all the bands, all the fucking merch, all, like all the people I met, like all the fucking cool ass vendors and just all the fucking dope ass people that I've met. And also I would like to extend a very special heartfelt thank you to everyone I met in Jersey this weekend. Uh, especially the fucking cool, chill ass people at the bars and at Pete's Pizza. Fucking hey. <laughs> like the the dude the like as soon as the the dudes from Pete's Pizza found out that I was from Oregon, like they were all just fucking asking me about it. Like, you know, how's the fucking like how bad are the wildfires this year? Like what's like how's it how's it like out there? How's the people? Like just like the, the genuine interest from everyone I met in Jersey and Philly about Oregon. Like the just like ev- not not even like trying to placate me or anything. Just people like genuinely asking me, "What's it like? How do you like it out there? Would you recommend it?" And I'm pretty sure I convinced like four or five people the whole time I was there to at least visit yeah. Oregon. And I hope I see them. And if you're ever in the Coos Bay area, anyone I talk to, swing through Coos Bay, man. I'll buy you a beer. Fucking a man. No, it's uh, it's been a fucking blast. It has uh, been. I'm so I'm, sad it's over. I um, know the the post fest depression is already starting. It's to sink real, in. right? It's yep. fucking real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at work and I'm just like looking at people i work with like you fucks <laughs> yeah and uh you can't like, understand like you're not you're not wearing a jesus peace shirt i want shit to do with you shout out Seriously, to though. shout out to all the other people experiencing that right now if you're listening yeah. we feel for you, you we're here the only ones um talk to us we can get through this together <laughs> we're a support group that's, um that's what papa slammy does anyway 364 if, days left. If you're still fucking with us at this point, uh, then I assume you like what we do. Uh, you can find all of our shit over at fthepit.com. Uh, every fucking social media outlet, all of our, fo- all of it. It's all, it's all at fthepit.com. You, you can send us, you can send us love letters. You can send us fan mail. You can send us hate mail. Send, send us, us fucking, send us some, I want erotic fan fiction. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and um, Pref- preferably between Frank and and, I. and animated nudes. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, fucking sa- like Sam and Frank visit the mushroom stampery. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, if you're real creative, pull clips from the show, you it, it, it wouldn't be hard. Um <laughs> if, but you will be. You know, what, if you're if you're <laughs> if you're good enough with Reaper, if you're good enough with Reaper or Studio 1, I'm pretty sure you can find a way to pull this off, guys. Also, uh if you if you really really like what we do, which again you you've been with us for over two hours now, you silly fuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say if they're um, if they're with us at this point, they gotta like it. The, if you, so, if you want more than this, head over to Patreon.com/slash From the Pit. We do four fucking bonus episodes every month, uh, yep. talking about all kinds of shit. You get about an extra hour's worth of material out of it for five fucking dollars. Um, uh, also, and, quick apology. Uh, there will there are not. I don't believe there's going to be another crypt episode this month. I think it's going to be two side stages. I will as soon as I get back. I will be working on more crypt episodes evens for out. you for you Patreon yeah. donators. So don't worry, Papa Slammy's got you back. It evens out. No worries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, man. I, I I'm out. I'm, yep. I'm done. I I got I need, nothing left. Uh, the brain so is pushed now. I need bed. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, do you mind since since my only time here if I take us out? Go ahead. So, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your guest stewardess for the week. 
Yes, I said stewardess. Uh, so I believe out in the distance, I see something approaching. Oh, what is that? It looks very familiar. I think we've all seen it before. Oh. I believe, my friends, that is our destination on the horizon. Hmm. It is now safe to unbuckle your seatbelts and put your trays up. Good night, ladies. 